2: Hi and thanks for downloading the Sun Ranto Show which is brought to you by all of our Patreon supporters who we call the Super Ranters for more information how you can become a Super Ranter and listen to the Sun Ranto Show early and ad-free join our Patreon campaign and support us at patreon.com slash sunranto do it today and you'll never have to hear me ask you again here's the show cubby blue blood flowing through our veins sitting in the bleachers in the rain we've shed a million tears and drank as many old-style beers out at the game let's go cubby sunrento michael cotton sunrento Oh, no, You, you start. You started too high. It's like it's like when you do the, the national anthem, you always got to start low, like, oh, say. And you were like, son. I'm like, oh, no, he's got nowhere to go. No, I'm, he's yeah, totally I'm, I'm always
0: trying to mix it up a little bit, you know. I've got the motorcycle always in the back pocket, but, yeah. you know. So you
2: figured you just have a shitty one this time, uh,
0: just, I just to mix go, it up? It, I, I tried different <laughs> stuff. You know, well, it was Canadian. Can, Canada's high. I had a star high.
2: Yeah. I'm I was hoping right. big falsetto
3: there. Big falsetto. It,
2: it's on, oh, <laughs> <Roger! laughs>
3: You never give me
2: one of those
0: for, for you'd my. You'd, you'd hear my voice cracking and getting all crazy. <laughs>
2: Yeah. I'm 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 here for it. Uh welcome to the Sun Ranto show. My name is Danny Rocket. I'm one of the hosts of the Sun Ranto show. You just heard the high pitched squealing of Michael Cotton. And uh, joining the Sun Ranto show for the second time in a row, it is full-fledged Canadian Kevin Ashworth, eh? Hey, and, uh, how you doing, eh? <laughs> great, eh? <laughs> How's it going, Hoser? Um, <laughs> take off, eh? So, uh, welcome uh, back from all those games you watched. Well, you watched two of the three games, of course. Like a true Cub fan, you were there for both of the losses. Uh, we're going to get into all that in a little bit, but thanks for coming back on, Kevin. It's always nice to like hear from people. Who have or are freshly fucked from the stands? You know, you're just coming out there, doing it. I, you know, feeling, uh, feeling ter-
0: terminology there, Danny. You don't want to say uh, "freshly fucked from the stands" because people may get the wrong idea about Kevin.
2: <laughs> well, that <laughs> he, is the idea. I'm really this uh, a specialist in getting people to have the wrong idea about things, he, and he was not
0: freshly fucked. In no. Canada,
2: but he no. was but he was looking at it. And but before <laughs> we get started, I want to thank our 109 Patreon supporters who support the show. The show literally does not happen without you. If you weren't here, I would stop doing it. So please support us at patreoncom uh, sunranto. You get early and ad-free access to the show. You get and. You are eligible to win this monthly prize because it is September 1st, so it's time to pick the Patreon patron of the month from the Wheel of Names here. Um, Good luck to all. The prize this month, and I keep forgetting to announce it. um, You can see in the little window right now. Is this replica scoreboard um, signed by Crawley. He signed this a while ago, so it made it worth less. Sorry about that. But, uh, no, it's a really cool school board. There's a well, now,
0: board. now you won't have any concern about whether or not you should take it out of the box.
2: Yeah, exactly. You definitely <laughs> should and throw the box away. So here we go. Let's spin to see who the lucky winner of the Patreon Patron of the Month monthly contest is. Round and round she goes. Where she stops, only the Wheel of Names knows. And the winner is Robert Davies. Congratulations. Robert Davies, longtime supporter of the Sunranto show down in Florida. Great friend. We used to share bleacher tickets. So nice, he he had season tickets which he wisely gave up. So, yeah. uh, w- <laughs> if you would you like, what? there's something else nice.
0: What Carol hey, Coven just turned 69.
2: Oh, congratulations and happy birthday, Carol! Yes, happy birthday! Nice, nice birthday. Um, the Patreon prize for this next month, and I, I have something to read real quick. Uh, that was sent in by Corey Furlong who is also a patreon supporter and a long time uh contributor contributor to this show he went out to the field of dreams game and i want to show i'm going to do a little show and tell here i'm going to show you my shirt which you can see this is that um you know, the field of dreams game shirt with the well, that's and-
0: that's the very cool one danny but there there seems to be something missing
2: yeah, there is something missing. It's the Nike swoosh, because this is an unauthorized knockoff sent to me by hey! Corey Furlong from Dyersville. And I got a letter. I'm going to read about it. But we're going to give away this Cubs Reds uh, beer koozie. The, the one side says Reds. The other side says Cubs. I guess you could put anything in it, uh beer or uh, uh, a soda or a water or uh, possibly a very wide dick um, but um, <laughs> a big gym a, a so big you don't get your hands
0: well. all chocolatey
2: but yeah we got we're going to give this away and I'm going to add to it I'm, I'm going to add to it a set that longtime listeners of the Sun Ranther show know exactly what <laughs> these are these are the 1914 club pilfered plates from when me yours truly stole a pallet of plates. I found these. <laughs> I found these. I didn't think I had any more. I have six more, so I'm gonna give them away, uh, three at a time. So along with the beer koozie, you win three pilfered plates. Wait, from... wait. three at a time, Danny. Well, should I go do two at a time,
0: or is three an odd number? A three is a really odd number. You either you either do two. Or four and two? Three sets of two or a four and two. Yeah, okay, but you going... don't do
2: three. <laughs> well, uh, okay. So I'll, <laughs> I'll, do, I'll do two plates. The prize just got worse. Two plates. <laughs> Thanks, Michael. <laughs> uh, if, if you don't like the prize, thank Michael. He's the one that turned your three plates into two. Carrie wants the plates, so, uh, you know, maybe I'll put my finger on the button Um <laughs> uh, fifth finger on the scale for you. There's nothing I can do. It's the wheel of names that picks. Um, so congratulations and hashtag chance in the chat. You could win a chance to have me send a Frank chance postcard to you with a positive message of love. And, um, I'm looking forward to doing that. So hashtag chance in the chat tonight. but um, And later on in the show, we're going to be doing the Amazon Shopper of the Month. Everybody that shops through our Amazon links and helps us out of the show. Uh, get like, you know, 0.5% back that doesn't go into Jeff Bezos's idiot pocket. Uh, goes to us. So um, we're going to give that away later. But in the meantime, let's talk about having sex. Oh, hold, on, hold on, hold on,
0: hold on. Did what? you actually read the letter from Oh, Corey? no, I forgot. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. So here's gotta, the story. <laughs>
2: yeah, th- th- you keep me on track. <laughs> keep me on track. All right. This is from Corey. Thanks for the postcard, yada, yada, yada. Enjoy this knockoff T-shirt I purchased from a farmer's market. Farmer's machine shed. During this purchase, I learned of a farmer's get-rich-quick scheme that was terribly executed and ended with over 1,000 t-shirts being confiscated from his pickup. Oh, (laughs) He said, I also threw in a koozie. Keep it for yourself or give it away, which I'm giving it away, whatever you like. Good luck with the graphic tee, da-da-da. Anyway... He said, uh, "Anything with graphic gives me big man tick tits. The struggle is real." So, <laughs> here we go. I, it's not giving me tits. It's okay. No, but it's look good. It looks okay. Like I'm, I'm not. I've been. I don't know. I, I haven't drank since last Friday too, so that's kind of helping with the in the old tit situation. Like I lose my tits first thing. So <laughs> I do. I do. So uh, all right. Now let's talk about the series, Kevin. Uh, you watched a couple of losses, one clown ball, ball, extra inning to start it all out. What are you seeing from the Cubs? How was the atmosphere? Were there a lot of Cub fans in attendance? Uh, what happened?
3: So I was actually surprised. There were, were not a lot of Cubs fans. There were more Angels fans the day before. You go, I saw more Angels jerseys everywhere. So we saw some Cub fans here and there. It was a weekend matchup, so there wasn't too many. Uh Good vibes all the Jays fans are pretty friendly. I had no one, you know, I'm, I'm not going there. Hey, I'm also a Jays fan. You know, I also like the Jays too. No, I'm just going, I'm cheering for my, cheering for the Cubs and, you know, going back and forth. Had some, you know, some smart fans too, which sometimes I wasn't used to growing up in Toronto. You know, a lot of smart baseball fans, but people were actually realistic. Yeah, you're for your team, but you're like, you know, you, you get a video review and they're like, nah, he's out. No, you know, I'm just like, what? Did, did you actually just agree that, you know he's out.
0: Um, <laughs> uh, I hate sensible. that. Yeah, <laughs> I like, hate that when you sit next to somebody and it's clear that they're out and they're like, "No, he's safe." You know,
3: and you're just like, "Come on!" Like, I don't care what <laughs> team it is. It's like, just just open your eyes. Like, hey, man, I want I want my guys to be safe and your guys to be out. Well, what do you expect? But uh, great vibes all around. Uh, the confusing thing was um, you had the first game Monday. Blue Jays are wearing red jerseys.
0: <laughs> I saw that. I was confused. At, when I turned the game on, yeah. I had to double check. I was and, and this is a real thing because I'm on the internet on the pirate stations and I never know what game I'm gonna get sometimes. Yeah.
2: And I totally thought I had the wrong game. Well, yeah, I, I mean just... and here's the thing though the blue Jays the the word blue, blue. is literally <laughs> in the name of the team. They were wearing a stitch of blue. Not no a, blue whatsoever. Maybe a little in the hat, maybe a little like blue speck.
0: But like, no, the hat was the the Canadian maple leaf, and it was just red and white. I don't well, think and that's it. It room.
2: was. Is it like some holiday? Was it a national?
3: Well, they, they do it for Canada Day, and I'm okay. Like, hey, Canada, Day, great red. You know, red flag. Get it for that. It was nothing. I'm just like, why are you wearing red jerseys? I'm just confused. There's this four year old girl behind me trying to figure out who to cheer for. And her dad's like, No, you're cheering for the blue jays. Okay, so I'm cheering for the blue guys. That's like, no, no, you're cheering <laughs> for the red guys for the blue jays. And she's like, What? And she's so con and I go, I'm confused too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that I mean it was it was really strange.
0: Bill Bill Met- says <laughs> metric system blue yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah well I mean, and technically because of the exchange rate this only counted as 0. 0.8 losses so that wasn't so bad <laughs> that's good it, yeah it could be worse it could be way worse um yeah the Cubs they outhit the Blue Jays in this game they the game goes 11. Uh, five. It was uh, five to four. Um, Assad started this game. Um, he this was is your, great. Yeah, two. Yeah, two. Now I've seen him here at Wrigley. Mm-hmm. Now you've seen him. He looks like uh, the real deal, right? I mean, mm-hmm. he looked like composed, and
3: he got and, out of some jams. You know, he, uh, he, yeah, he, he wasn't like you know strikeout king, but he's. He, he's there, composed, just had it. I wanted to, um, you know, they took him out in uh, mid-inning, so I wanted to give him a standing O. I wanted to, like, you know, cheer him as he's walking off. I didn't get to do that. That was the only disappointment for me in that.
2: Yeah, and he had some problem with his glasses or something. That was like, weird. I, his, I was trying to figure that out. His glasses <laughs> fell off or something. Um, did, Now, you got a poem for this game, right? We should probably start there. Yeah, Absolutely. I got a poem. Okay, cool. Well, let me give you a little background music. Music. Sometimes you have to. The, sometimes I feel like the music cancels your voice out. So when you start talking, I'm going to play the music, and then you got to come in real loud to like put the music down. You know what I mean? Okay. So, all right. Here comes the music. I can't even hear it, right? All right, music.
0: Shut. Turn up the music down. Okay. Here we go. Cubs poem 129, Chicago 4, Toronto 5. Blue Jays wearing red shirts, Hap's toot hurts. The spinning arm never stops, Willie even waves on drops. David Loss wants two innings, coaches don't like winning. Jays force clown ball, Cubs offense stalls, nice Toronto line, Blue Jays number 69.
2: Yeah, that was the Blue Jays' 69th win. And um, I will say this, too. You know, with the roof closed on Monday, as it was, it is 68 degrees Fahrenheit in there because they keep it around 20 Celsius because there is no 60, like 20, it's either 20 or 21, and neither one of those numbers transfer to 69 Fahrenheit. So you just can't, when you're in Canada... And they're doing it, and they set their air to twenty, and they're measuring it at twenty. It's always going to come up like sixty-eight point something, and at twenty-one, it's going to be like seventy-one degrees. So you just don't have, you don't have it. I'll tell you what I have in my house.
3: Um, I got so we we do everything Celsius. So if I'm you know doing the temp- downstairs, I have a little. Um, I guess it's a bear's clock, but it does Fahrenheit. So you know, I can look by and it's 69 F. I'm like, nice, and then I will walk by. And do that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, good. It's, at least you imported a little bit of Fahrenheit into your yeah, life, just yeah, a little football. bit. I kind of know, yeah.
0: <laughs> even though, even though I wish we had Celsius, I wish we had the metric system.
3: It makes I, sense.
0: It's yeah. It's like every goddamn thing. Canada's doing up there. I just it makes want that a lot down more sense, here. Yeah, and I'm not going to go up there because it's too cold. But I do want their shit down here.
2: Well, and uh, you brought up the hap two plan. There were a lot of two plans in oh. this, in not not in just this game, but this this entire year. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The, you know, they the but this would this series, it just kept happening. And when when the games are close, and you got the two plans, then you're like, well, if they wouldn't have done that, then they would have won. And then you're just left there being mad about how stupid they are on the base paths. Like, you know, what are they doing? Like, hap takes off. Like, dude, he was like still getting the signs and sorts of know. You know I was he like, like, he's like trying. He to didn't even have to step off and, the rubber.
0: He yeah. he wasn't on the rubber. He was. He was like, "Why?" He was like, "Had the rosin bag." Like he was
2: not even. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh man, that he, was. Rough. He
0: thought it was going to be one of those things, like, and you've seen it before, where somebody just slowly sneaks past the pitcher because he's really just not paying any attention whatsoever. But yeah. That was it was dumb, yeah. And then, then Willie waving on the dropped ball, like sending the guy running home on a dropped third strike, and they yeah. get a double play out of that shit.
2: Yeah,
3: I was yelling at Willie. I was uh, I was on Willie's side there, like uh, not on his side, but on, where he was. I'm like Willie,
2: what on his ass?
3: <laughs> I was on his ass about that. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? <laughs>
2: It it, uh, it it really all year it's been like this and and I, I don't even think at that point it's Willie as because they're just going like the the, the protocol. Somebody's is... sitting there.
0: Willie should look if that's the case. If he's not specifically telling them to go, he should at least be specifically telling them not to go.
2: Yeah, he's like, hey, okay. with
3: with, with front mill. At least, I, I'm sure it's at least twice, but it seemed like I was going. What the fuck for
2: a like five times? Like, why are you going, dude? You're slow as fuck. He, on, tried man. His, he tried to. He tried to stretch a <laughs> single into a double. Yeah. And it didn't work. A couple guys did that. Yeah. Uh, I think of Ortega tried it too, yep. and it didn't work. And it was all when they're like throwing the ball around, like they throw the ball home, but they but it, they didn't. It hit the cutoff man. Like just they're always going for the extra base. They're always going on contact from third base, and I just feel like it doesn't work as much as it does work. Like it's not worth doing except maybe with like two outs and like the worst hitter and your team's up next or like if, if the game situation specifically calls for giving it a try because there's the, no other way you're going to get it in probably. They put doing.
0: a DH in so that you don't have to do this shit. <laughs> like, like there's no pitcher coming up.
2: Yeah. It, uh, yeah, it, it's it's frustrating, and it happened pretty much every single. I'm looking at my notes for this game, and and uh, you know, and I I'm, I have a note here about when uh, Chapman scored BGO. he knocked him in, and that is what tied it. And I had a thought about this because that ball was hit into the outfield. I, I just want to get into more ineptitude and a loss, but like, ha, the ball's hit to half in left. Does anybody? I mean, how many times have we seen half throw anybody out? Like, he just doesn't throw anybody out. He doesn't have a good arm. He doesn't have a good arm, which is why he was a second baseman that's now at left field. (laughs) If he doesn't catch it, he's not throwing someone out. (laughs) Exactly. So, I'm just – and I'm thinking back to Schwarber again, and I started getting mad about and how, like, the left field position is always, like – Kind of, I don't know, like you just put your worst guy over there. And I don't really see why you do that because there are a fair amount of balls hit out there. Granted, you don't want half at shortstop. Like that's where most of the balls are going. But how would it be that most of the balls are hit to shortstop, but not to left? Is it that right field is harder because the sun is usually in your eyes or something?
0: I think that's it. I think the sun is usually in your eyes. And I think maybe just the angle is weird. I don't know, but left field is generally considered the easier position. And I don't, but know, I don't know exactly close, why, but, yeah, but the yeah, domes, dome's close, close. So it doesn't matter.
2: <laughs> dome's close didn't matter. Nighttime doesn't matter, but... Yeah. I'm, I'm just curious about that. Like, in the outfield, are there truly more balls hit to right field? Like, you want your best field? But I'm just saying, they bury some guy that usually kind of stinks out there in the field. And, like, Eloy has been out there for the White Sox. It's gone terribly. You know, it, he has hurt himself a bunch of times out there. Uh, and And then you just – I don't know why – so you're just like, oh, it's okay. Well, the left fielder has a noodle arm, no problem. We'll be fine. Like, well, and I the hate left- to diss on Hap. I love Hap. Like, you know, he's one of my favorite players on the team. But like,
0: yeah. The just- other thing though, you got to think about left field though, is if the ball gets hit out there, and it's a hit, they can easily get it into second and third with an easy, easy throw. Whereas in right field you need somebody out there with a cannon to get That's it across true. to third if they need to. So you, you do need the better athletic player out there.
2: Yeah. Um, here's a, from John Pickus who's watching tonight. Uh, but according to baseball, Savant happens in the 69th percentile for spin for sprint speed. So we said one <laughs> bad thing about half nice. and one nice thing about him. So, um, yeah. What, what else happened in this game? Um, Well, oh yeah, we couldn't score the courtesy flusher, and they could, and um, I mean that was just, I mean that we lost on that two plan. That's when they also
0: couldn't for one inning. What do you mean? Didn't this this go eleven?
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, the first no, they couldn't score two courtesy flushers. The first one got erased on a on a smoked ball that ended up in a double play. Yeah. So. And so you, nothing you could really do about that. But in the 11th, Fran Reyes tried to stretch a pop-up into a double and was thrown out. Meanwhile, Suzuki, because it was a pop-up that probably should have been caught. Um, but it kind of it landed in no man's land down the left field line, uh, could only make it to third. And, um, then the, the, the Blue Jays scored in the 11th. Meanwhile, uh, People were fucking in the stands, so we got to talk a little bit about this. There's made all the headlines the next day. These these poor people, uh, you can see them up there. Uh, They're they're poor people. I mean, they're actually quite lucky. These, these poor people get lucky up in the corner. They thought nobody was seeing them, and but of course they they were seen. They're in public and. Uh there's the cops going up to get them and they seem pretty oblivious they're up in the that top row and the cops are just marching up the stairs. <laughs> they could do something awkward. They're probably hoping they can catch a peek of something. It's probably what they're doing those cops. But,
0: oh yeah, uh, they're 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 being as quiet as possible. Yeah, they're like
2: shh. Just sneak it up like Yeah. So um, anyway, that it, it, you know, people were like uh, tagging me in, in that, which is always nice when people tag you in sex on Twitter because like, <laughs> like you need you need a new you need a new song that you know no instead of no fighting in the bleachers, I should do no fucking in the bleachers, and I was like, wait, wait, but that's not something I believe in. <laughs> Actually, I'm say no, period, fucking in the bleachers. <laughs> yeah, there you go. How I feel about it, um, and then I. I saw this other thing, and I thought it was related to this uh, sex in the the Rogers Center. But uh, apparently this happened. Earlier this month, or earlier last month, I should say, in August, at an A's game, because according to TMZ Sports, that no arrest had been made in the case of a couple accused of engaging in a sex act at an A's game earlier this month. But cops say they have at least a pick of the suspects releasing it to TMZ Sports on Wednesday. The Oakland Police Department tells us it believes the man in the black shirt and the woman in the pink pants, of course, are the ones, I assume that's all they were wearing. The man was only in a black shirt, and she was only wearing pink pants. So you can imagine what they were doing. They got a little too frisky in the stands at the A's versus Mariners game, which must have been jam-packed. Always jam-packed. Yeah. I mean, that's a real Dottie Brooke of a contest there.
0: Yeah, you you know when they do the uh, whatever, wired and tired and whatever you know tired is just going to every ballpark wired is fucking
3: in every ballpark
0: there you <laughs> like, <go>. exactly
2: <laughs> tired is when you get home after
3: that <laughs> no one no one cared about the you know someone fucking in the a's ballpark there's no one there anyways i went there for a game i think there were about five thousand people i got i got a pre-warning from the um security guy because i swore too much he's like there are kids around here i'm like
2: where are they Where?
1: no kids (laughs) around me there's
3: like like a 16 year old like 20 rows up he probably knows more swear words than I do and they're going it's a pre-warning you just got to cut down the swears I got so mad
0: (laughs) yeah well I mean where those people were were screwing up there Was looked pretty empty.
3: Oh yeah. It's empty way up there. Yeah. Yeah. Unless it's playoffs. It's like, that's always been an empty spot. So that's kind of a zone. Like what you can see it though. Like, it's not like if someone's doing that up there, it's not like, Oh yeah. uh, Yeah. If you, uh, I wasn't paying attention, but you know, if you're just looking around, you'll see it. You're you're not hiding up there.
2: No, no.
0: (laughs) Well, I, I do think it was funny though, because I think didn't somebody on the last show say, uh, you know, you're you're looking in the windows at the hotel for people having sex, and then here, first game, yep. it's not in the hotel; it's like right in the seats. And I mean, I know it wouldn't be comfortable over near the seats, but they were like as open as possible. Oh yeah,
2: I mean, right? like you could oh, yeah. go up there and lay down on the ground, and nobody would see you. You know, you could just like I mean, they you laid could down down on in the in peanuts. seats.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's not comfortable up there. I've been up there before. Not, I don't know if those exact ones, but it, it's tight up there. It's like if you're, yeah, I don't know, I wouldn't that's, want to be fucking up there. That's
2: what he said. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, I mean, they look like they're having fun. You know, they probably just had a few too many. I mean, or yeah. not. Well, I or... think they probably watched
3: the last podcast that you guys like, oh, these Canadians fighting. It's like, let's show these guys. Let's, show, like, these guys, let's yeah. show these guys. No, this is what Canadians do,
2: not these assholes. Well, well um, I mean, I've done stuff like this before, uh, you know, it, like publicly, you know, done things like this. And it's fun. It's exciting. Oh, yeah. You know, I I, I told them, I, you know, I, the first thing I saw, anybody that was outraged, nobody was really that outraged. Here's the thing. Nobody, you know, you don't want it around the kids and stuff, but it wasn't. So I don't care. Like, just like who cares? They were screwed at the ball game. I'd rather that than someone running on the field and messing up the game. It's like, yeah, don't run on the field. Go fuck upstairs. So I'd rather this than Cup Snakes. I'd rather yeah. it than the, the bleacher fights. That's for damn sure, you know. Yeah. So I'm, I'm fine with it. I, I say yeah. more of this. In fact, yeah. I'm, I'm going to just put it like lay out the gauntlet here and just say, you know, Go fucking the bleachers! Everybody, get out there, have some sex in the stands, and let's like let's uh no fighting let's... in the bleachers, fucking in the bleachers. What, what
0: do know. they what do they call that little club area in the batter's eye in the bleachers now?
2: Oh, that, you mean where the all the bushes are?
0: Yeah, and then there's like <laughs> that little club. Like the oh, yeah,
2: what in- is that? oh. that's the well, where you can sit yeah, the, and films, watch the, game. The, the Fanny yeah. Mae Club,
3: and no one can see you, but you can see that. You right? could
0: have a goddamn orgy in there, all your friends,
3: I bet and they have. nobody would ever see. Someone you. had to have done that. Yeah, come on. <laughs> There's people with money. It's just like
2: we're gonna do this. Oh yeah. Um, well, I want to. W- I can't wait till. I hope <laughs> the, the rickets have had a lot of uh, eyes wide shut
0: parties at Wrigley. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Get out the masks, um, but it, c- can you imagine like be telling people that you were conceived at Wrigley Field? That'd like, be incredible. It like, would be incredible. You'd be the greatest cup fan of all time. It's like, oh yeah, I was up in the Fannie Mae suite. Mom and Dad got got with it. <laughs> that would be awesome. So, um, <laughs> game two. <laughs> game two. <laughs> we can move on from all this, I suppose. Before I tell too much of my life, um, game two.
0: Chicago, three, Toronto, five. Eight back to the future, strode to the past. Thirty teams faced. Toronto's the last. Let's go, Brendan. Little begins hitting. Bichette inning won't end. Wilson, Dong, and giving lessons. Morel over eighteen, going deep. No longer stressing. Cubs, of course, down up north.
2: There yeah, is. we lost this by one more run this time. Oh, nice job. I, I just forgot to snap. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Vladimir Guerrero, J- Vladdy Jr., he uh, used Javi's bat to slug a home run in this game. Yeah. Pretty much beat us. Um, Stro didn't pitch all that great. He was very number three-ish. Um,
3: he was okay. It wasn't. He wasn't lights out. What do you got, one strikeout that game? Yeah, that one run. One run. You know, five, you know nothing,
0: nothing. Five incredible. innings. It's just that I mean, he had to – he struggled in that fifth inning. Like he yeah. threw 25 pitches or something like that.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, is this ERA remains under four. You just kind of want that – I mean, I know that guys that come to the Cubs in their first year always stink. And this has been okay, but, you know, I, I, I'm looking for Strode to do a little bit more for the signing. Um, the, the big blow uh, – well, it was Brendan – is that it? Brendan Little? Yeah, Brendan yeah. Little. Well, he leaves the major leagues with a ERA 40, 40, 50, 40 That's not 450. It's 4.0.50 because he gave up three runs on two hits and only got point, uh, two outs. He blew the save. Rucker came in, gave up another one, just kind of put it away. Um, I was kind of impressed with Nick Madrigal's defense. Did that? look as good i know that was michael just made eyes he's like what yeah, like, what so no, he just and and i think he made good defensive plays because he was positioned wrong in the shift so it looked cool he's like why was he standing there and then he fielded the ball where he should have been standing you know it was like kind of right. that thing was that I, I wanted to ask you though kevin did you notice that from the stands you're like oh that was a pretty sweet play or was that just something that looked weird in the angles on tv
3: it's kind of one of those things like uh, a Canadian perspective right we're looking at hockey right you, you do the same thing where you're a goalie where you're just like you know you, you have a whole like someone shoots a puck like, oh you grab it and it looks amazing and you're like well that looked cool but what what the fuck was he doing there in the first place like, <laughs> okay he got it great like awesome but like it could have been easier <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of, it, it was a lot of like Almora making amazing plays out in center field because he actually couldn't really get to the ball. Yeah. So then he would dive and make the amazing play. But like he's really the only couldn't... thing
3: you could do, right? Like, it, yeah, it, like it, it's a showboating. It's not showboating. You have to do it to get the play. But that's it. But
0: other other center fielders could have just ran there.
3: Yeah, it's like, oh, you're even trot there. It's like, oh, I'm in the right spot. I know where he's yeah. going to hit it. Let's go.
0: So, that's so. The, yeah, that's what Madrigal was doing. But, you know, he's got some flair. He spun around,
2: threw the ball. Yeah. It's, and it's you were worrisome. you were up in the center field's beer pen or something, was it called? Yeah,
3: it so they got the west the, the flight deck is what it's called, right? So you, you, you get a ticket. You get a cheap ticket wherever. I paid too much for my ticket there, but got off a buddy to do him a favor but you go there and you there's there's a couple so you have like if you look in the outfield there's a whole ga you know you just go you buy a ticket you go whatever grab some beers i was um hanging out with some jays fans there from jay's twitter and they they were cool cool as shit just like okay and we're, we're bandering back and forth a little bit but just having a good time uh but yeah if you ever go to a jay's game go there for a game it's awesome
2: did either Morales or wilson's homer come anywhere near you
3: No. Well, it's below, so there's the whole... So there's the seats below, which are you know 100 level. So they're there. It, oh, home runs up, rarely yeah. get the high, so we're up a little
2: bit. Yeah, it, home runs have, have, have
3: gotten there, but they got they really got to hit it.
2: Yeah, yeah. So uh, Wilson hit one in this game. Uh, he hobbled around the bases, barely made it around. Looked like Roy Hobbs in the natural, like all well, the side, blood coming out of his side. Like just it looked terrible. I
0: noticed that in his first at bat when he hit the ball, and. Didn't make it halfway down the line to third. I was just like, how in the hell is he catching if, if you his remember, ankle is
2: bugging him that much? He rolled his ankle in the Field of Dreams game nearly a month ago. Yeah. Now look. But, what day was that? Let's look at my But shirt. he is 8-11. <laughs> <laughs> what day? <laughs> the 11th. he got it
0: right here on the show. <laughs> Read it in a week. He's, he looks August in the mirror. Day. He's like, November 8th.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I don't know what he's doing out there. I mean, are they trying to kill him? Like, I understand that we don't really have a lot of catchers on this team, but you could have PJ Higgins. They, they have, have Gomes. You have. They you literally a,
0: have three catchers on, like, in the dugout. And like, we Gomes are both there. He doesn't have to
2: catch right now if his legs bother him that much. So, my question is this. Is Wilson Contreras insisting that he plays on this ankle to show how tough he is to get his uh, value up for this contract su- uh, situation? Or is it the Cubs trying to kill him and get his level down so that, like, well, you got that fucked up ankle that you were hobbling around not? <laughs> right. We're only going to give you, you know, fifteen milli years. You know, take roll, this Chapman. Like we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna kill you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just like, it, I, I mean, Wilson must have some say at this point whether he plays on. I
0: uh, was hard. wondering if maybe it was a Wilson and Strowman thing, right? Because as soon as Stroman was out of the game, Wilson was out of the game. I mean, it was clear earlier in the game that he could barely, you know, walk on that leg, but they let him stay in for another at bat where he hit the home run. But then, as soon as you know, so his third at bat, yeah, he was out, they pulled him, but that was the the fifth inning after they were getting rid of uh, Stroman already.
2: Well, he didn't he didn't play in game three, so there's something to that. Um, as far as uh, game two, they had Morel. Uh, you mentioned it in the poem. Over uh, over eighteen, yeah, hey. really tough stretch here for him. Uh, I guess because
3: I was rooting for him. Remember last 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 show, I was like, "Oh, I want to see Morel." And he,
2: well,
0: yeah, one out. They talked a lot about it uh, right before that at bat, that the inning before Wilson was in there working with him on a swing, talking to him about what he should be doing with the swing and stuff. And then you know, obviously, whatever he told him, it worked because he went yard. And then, you know, Wilson gave him the mean mug when he came back yeah. like acted
1: <laughs>
2: acted
0: like he was mad at him.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> two it, two hits in the game. Um, one of them being the the long fly, and you know I think we're all rooting for him. He's he's definitely fallen off, and he's gonna have to to make adjustments. But I I love what he does. I love his game. I love that he goes up to the in his first at bat and touches the umpire and the and the the catcher and gives them both monkeypox, and then he looks down at <laughs> looks down at the pitcher. And he he gives him a salute being like, hey, you know, I always like salute people before I kill them. So like and then he get and then he goes yard. I I like that kind of attitude. No, I'm kidding. No, I I was, you know, I used to audition a lot. And in the room, normally you just walk in like I'm talking about for musicals and go sing your song. And then, you know, but you've got this whole panel of people you've got to sing for and perform for to try to get this job. And that was always my go to thing. I'd go in and I'd shake everybody's hand from the person that I was reading with, to, you know, who's like the proctor to the assistant to the assistant to the assistant. There'd be like ten, to the to the famous producer, you know that uh, you know everybody's supposed to kowtow to. Like I, I and I kind of ha- always have that attitude. I like priding myself on treating people the same no matter who they are. And I and f- from meeting Christopher Morell, knowing that he does that to the umpire and the catcher. He did that to me at Nisei Lounge too. He did that to me when I told him uh, when I was in front of Sarah Sanchez's apartment. He came home on his scooter, and I go, "Hey, nice game, Christopher." And he turned around, I was like, "Hey, man, thank you." And
3: is, I, is he Canadian? Do we do we know? <laughs> he's Dominican. <laughs> he's he sure he's,
2: he's not from Canada. I don't know. Well, there are a lot of Canadians in the Dominican Republic. When I was there, uh, there were. Maybe more Canadians and oh, Americans yeah. because you frankly get more time off than we do to go down there. So, <laughs> you know, I think we, we
3: don't have to pay for our health care. So it's like, that's a little look at all that money there. He's yeah, we go down money. there
2: just to get butt lifts, is pretty much all we do. Um, anyway, we do that
3: too. We don't get butt lifts for free, unfortunately. So
2: <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about. I go down just for the butt the lift part, I'm confused about. So, uh, but no, th- I love Christopher Morrell. I'm rooting for him. That's all I'm saying. It's like, yeah. I love that attitude. I think it's great when you treat everybody the same. I think it's awesome that when you okay. greet everybody in a room, I- I'm the same way, and I just, I I love Christopher Morrell, and I want he him is, to win he, MVP. <laughs> yeah, he is struggling right now.
0: Uh, but, you know, he had a hot streak, and now he's struggling. And this is where we find out, you know, whether he's really a big leaguer because, a lot of guys come out and they do well. And then as soon as a book gets made on them, they're done. If he can come back and work out a way to, you know, start hitting the ball the way he was before, then he, you know, then he's, the, he's a dude, like, you know, he's going to be there. So yeah. it's really interesting right now to see what he's doing. Uh, but once again, Wilson Contreras taking a kid under his wing being the leader in the dugout, like helping people, and this is a guy that the the Ricketts or Hoyer or somebody doesn't want on their team, and I don't understand it at all. Well, it uh, drives me insane.
2: Yeah. Sir, go ahead. <laughs>
3: ahead. No, I, I, <laughs> I was get... just—I'm talking to a lot of people about this whole thing. I'm like, you go, you know. But a whole lot of this is just like, why? This guy freaking loves the Cubs. He wants to stay with the team. He wants to be here. He's doing all he can. Why? Like, what? You know, the way he was treated going into the, um, you know, the tr- trade deadline. It's like, oh, he thought he was going to be traded up until like that game. Until it's like trade deadline's gone. He's like, oh, I guess I'm not traded. Okay.
2: And immediately yeah. started playing better. Yeah. 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 And it, no, it's unconscionable. And I I, I was going to I'm going to bring it up in a, just like a little teaser for the second half of the show is that, uh, you know, it, finally, the other people that are looking at the catchers list and who needs a catcher next year, uh, like David Kaplan would, was now quoted. And then everybody had articles about that. Now uh, the Cardinals are going to go after Wilson Contreras, and I'm like, well, we've been saying this since freaking last year, and I, you know, now everybody's like, oh, there's Kyle Wilson to the Cardinals. I'm like, dude, like, listen to our show from last year where we're like, I bet you he goes to the Cardinals. Everybody's like, no, he won't, no way. I'm like, oh, they need like, what do you think is going to happen?
0: And and to be fair, it was you, Danny, because. Crawley and I refuse to mention it. We don't want to speak it into existence. (laughs) But yes, Danny has been on this for a long time. And it is funny how... Some of these things come up, and it's just like, this is old news to us. What have they been
2: doing? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) They're like, they must have dug into the Sunranto archives and heard me musing in hour hour three at some point (laughs) about about Wilson Contreras after a bunch of dick jokes that they made it through. (laughs) (laughs) So, but no, this was the art, this is the front of Bleacher Nation which is now they're finally getting around to quoting Kaplan, who said it on the Cubs Talk podcast. Somebody said it to me, and they're like, epic rant about Otani, which we'll definitely talk about in the middle section um, from uh, Gordon. They got in a big fight on the Cubs Talk podcast. I loved it. But um, Kaplan says the Cardinals are absolutely, which quotes around the absolutely, going to be in play for Wilson Contreras This offseason, why wouldn't they be? They got a retiring catcher and and a an a MVP all-star catcher. Not MVP, but an all-star catcher. From Zero, this year. no-hitter catcher. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. 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 Overrated catcher. He he was okay. He did
3: okay. But, you know, he was a cheater. Right. Wilson,
0: Wilson's got one under his belt. Yeah, Wilson's you know?
3: only
2: got one. Yeah. yeah. It's very, like, 100% better, right? Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> So, um, anyway, game. I guess we would do game three. Let's try it differently this time. So you start talking, and then I'll start the music. Okay, see if that helps. Get the volumes right. Let's go. Yeah.
0: All right. Cubs poem one thirty one. Chicago seven. Toronto five. It's a feral start. You were wrong. Game, all night long. Open match. Seven pitchers throwing. Seven runs scored. Ray is still showing. Willie's still waving. Runner's still out. Stack eyes hate RBIs, but runs leave no doubt.
2: Now it garbled the middle. Better to garble <laughs> the beginning, yeah. Uh, but snap, snap, snap. Snap, snap, snap. Yeah, uh, so
3: yet.
0: Nah, Cubs, you're fucking terrible.
2: Cubs, <laughs> Cubs, actually won this one probably because you weren't there, Kevin. Absolutely, so that's always. just how it works. It's like, fuck. <laughs> Pretty bad luck there, brother. <laughs>
3: well, I, I had my neighbor who used to be a season ticket holder uh, for the Jays just chirping at me. Oh yeah, you like those first two games? I'm like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. You, um, well, you missed the one you should have been at. Yeah. Uh, this one, I, I made me posit the, the question: Is Zach McKintree actually good, which we got, I got various answers about that, but he went two for four, (laughs) <laughs> and he's still 10 points under 200. Yeah, at a triple. Two strikeouts, <laughs> two strikeouts though, too. Um, why they lead him off is beyond me. Like, you know, give the guy a chance, put him in the ninth spot. Um, instead, you put more Morell down there, who basically batted like a pitcher, 0 for 4 with two strikeouts. Mm-hmm. Um, so it w- wasn't great. But, you know, they managed to pound out 10 hits. They had a big three-run third. Um, they could have scored more. Um, but um, Ortega popped up and tried to stretch a double, uh, which he got out, but it scored Horner. And then they also had a situation where they scored a run on a two-play, <laughs> where, <laughs> which I was like, oh, let's try to score runs on what we're great at, which is getting out on the bases. So if you got so, a guy right there, they, it actually worked for once. Yeah,
0: that's like a Little League play, like because – You're not supposed to throw to second on that because the guy at third will score in Little League, especially maybe not so much in, you know, the major leagues. Uh, But I thought we should call that a tootblasm. Oh, because you like it. Thrown out on the base paths like a smart man. (laughs) 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 Because they scored and it's orgasmic. It's a tootblasm. I love it.
2: Let's make it a thing. Let's do this. It's, it's, <laughs> that was a toot blasm. Well, let's hope maybe, we just. I'd rather score runs the old-fashioned way, but just like getting hits and not getting outs. Like we do, we do make a lot of runs on outs. It seems It's like well, he was on third and we rolled over to second with one out, and that was the that <laughs> was we
3: the, can get, right. <laughs> yeah, it's what
2: we
0: could do. <laughs> we, um, we had a guy in third because of an ill-conceived uh, stretch to a
2: triple that he got lucky with. Yeah, and then they pull over to out. Yep. It's all our runs are luck. That's the thing. That's uh sad about it. Um Vladdy Jr. hit another double this time in the corner with with uh Javi's bat, which they're making a big thing out of, sh- shoving it in our face. Like I'm like, dude, he's not on our team anymore. Like we don't really care about Javi's stupid bat anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but um That Reyes, Fran Mill Reyes hit another home run. And, you know, this is what I'm here for. Like, if we have it, like, I know we're going to do a DH section in the middle section of our show, uh, but this is what a DH should be. Just go up there and pop a home run. That's at least, yeah, that's what you do.
0: I mean, you know, foreshadowing, that is what they do. Like, it's really, that's it. Yeah. So,
2: that's what you're there for. Well if we're going to have that guy at least he's doing it whereas like you know at, at least he's doing it right now cuz he so got released it, from the Indians or from the uh, Guardians because of that crap was
3: he not
0: a, doing it was not he a, a yeah. DH with the Guardians or was he actually playing no. a position most of the time I don't I really he, I remember I think he was
3: a DH and I, I so it's talking to my my buddy's dad's a big Guardians fan he's like he just strike out all the time he strike out strike out strike out so they got rid of him eventually so
0: So um well, and this is interesting for us because uh friend meal is the
2: first actual DH for the Cubs. Like yeah in the history of DHs. Yeah. yeah nobody
0: else day. uh nobody else has been used like this at all. Everybody's kind of just they've always used it as like a a half a break day. You Has know.
3: he even been put at a position or just DH?
2: No, just, yeah, well, he pitcher. Hasn't played in the field at all. <laughs> <That> pitcher. <laughs> pitcher was the only, oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> he had one <laughs> one full inning and he's and got he a
0: fucking great.
2: Yeah, he was great. He <laughs> dialed it up at ninety and he had some high heat. He also like nailed the dude in the back for fun. Ah, whatever. Probably deserved it. <laughs> he was he was a, a left fielder and a right fielder. Remember, that was the one that Derek Gould got all mad about from yeah. the Cardinals. He, he nailed the Cardinal in the back and he got a double play. And not, it, no, it was cool. you know, He It was Pools with Good the 71 him. mile per hour curveball. Even better. <laughs> what? <laughs> he played 81 innings this year for the Guardians in right field. And, okay. he, and he so on an AL team, he actually plays the field. Yeah, isn't that fucking the world? And oh God! And nine
0: innings and left. And how is we were a talking about right this field. earlier with yeah. right field? You've got to be fast and and well, athletic. Like honestly, we don't need
2: any more outfielders.
0: But how is how is he a, a right fielder? <laughs> like he's not fast. Yeah, like, it
2: doesn't make sense. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's why maybe the Guardians got rid of his ass. They're like, well, we don't need this guy. He's terrible out here.
0: And, and, and maybe that was the whole thing. He's like, I feel like shit because I'm out here in right field and I really can't get to the ball. Yeah. <laughs> so.
2: Yeah, well, you got to happen left. And, you know, so I, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm fine with him just being a pure hitter. Like, you know, also for some like late inning pop. I just kind of wish he'd hit from the other side of the plate. Yeah. Yeah. I is, mean, would that would be that would fulfill a bigger need for us? I think having the lefty pop, but more, yeah. more. Pop. I don't know. If he had more pop, it'd be or, yeah. Or just more. Just, <laughs> just look, more. He, hey, that was an Apo taco in that in that True. third game. So yeah. he muscled that. That was a high outside fastball, and he just went with it and popped it over the fence. Well, it was I'll, got out I'll real. I'll tell quick. you about
3: when domes open though. It's 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 the wind. It's it's. A little, not you know, not a Wrigley win, but like you have it, and you we we had some the first game. They're going okay if the dome's open, that's out like for both teams. And you had some like deep, deep, you know, out in left and
2: right. Yeah, and it was a bullpen game for the Cubs, so I was kind of surprised we won it because we yeah. used <laughs> seven pitchers. Uh, Wellman, how do you say his name? I've heard it many different ways now from all our broadcasters. I, I think it's Wellman. Wellman.
0: People but if you say, really fast,
2: it just sounds Allman? like Wellman. You Wellman? Uh, I don't know. Wellman. We'll, have, yeah. we'll Wellman. have to ask him at the next Bleacher <laughs> Bum Band show because he did come to that too with Morell. Uh, I'm going to be like, dude, we're, we got a bet going. Yeah, How do you what say drum? your name? We got a bet going. How long are you going to last in the majors? (laughs) Because (laughs) you give up three runs in this one, too. I mean, he blew two games, basically. I mean, he didn't blow this game because we won. But, uh, you know, he he tried. Uh, Farrell was not great. Uh, I don't know what his future with this team is. You know, this is fall training. I'm wearing the hat right now. We got seven pitchers. Who knows uh, who will be on the team? Wick, a Canadian, um, actually – Pitched his first professional game in Canada, in this game, and he didn't blow it, which we've seen a lot this year. So
3: maybe had that Canadian, you know, luck going on here. I don't know. I'll to, like, unfortunately, can't play all his games here. So
2: like yeah, a four leaf
0: maple four. Four-leaf four, four, four four maple, leaf.
2: maple leaf. Yeah, no, I got confused right in the middle of that one, didn't you? I, I really did. I was like, wait, am I about to say leaf twice? <laughs> yes, you are. Yeah. <laughs> Get ready. Here comes the double leaf. So, um, so yeah, what was strange in this game was uh, – well, not this – well, this game specifically is like the big hit that was given up by Wellman. Uh, it was to – Alejandro Kirk, and he hit his first home run in a month. <laughs> yeah, he's him. been slumping.
3: He got he made it the all-star game, Alejandro Kirk, right? He's been killing it first half, this half not so well.
2: Yeah, and then who was the guy that hit the home run in the first game? Um, The big shot. know, I'll just put it up here. And
3: who did it? It was... Um...
2: Or was it the second game? Uh, I don't know. I was drunk the yeah. first game, so... I got it. Oh, <laughs> oh. Uh... No, it was Hernandez and and no, uh, I mean Vladdy hit one. Vladdy hit one. I second game, right? Uh, Jansen, or, that's oh, Jansen, that's the guy yeah. who who like he just Danny Jansen. Who nobody's ever heard of. Even the guys on the Blue Jays didn't know who he was because he just got there. He's brand new, and then uh, you, he goes up there and he hit the big shot. So there's two dudes that hit three run homers off of um, our guys that you never heard of. So guys, you never heard of hit home runs off of guys we never heard of, except for one of our teams or one of the Blue the, the Blue Jays, one of the teams, the Blue team, right? The Blue team, <laughs> the, blue, the Blue team, yeah. not the Red
0: team, not the Red wait,
2: team. Wait, wait
3: t- I'm confused.
2: Well, they have a chance. I mean, winning two or three to the Cubs is kind of important uh, from the Cubs is kind of important for the Blue Jays right now because they're the third wildcard spot right they're, now.
3: They're gunning for the spot. No, the home field's huge, right? Because you have it you first round and you get um, you, all, all three games, if you play three games, are at
2: home now. So, so. are you saying that because of COVID, I wonder if they're going to do with something different. So COVID protocols being as such that, in a playoff game, if the Blue Jays were to make it, that teams would be shorthanded if they got, uh, yeah, home field. Oh, yeah, that yeah. makes sense.
3: It, it is what it is. It's like it's like we said last time. It, it, as long the it's not the
0: Royals, right? Like yeah. the Royals went up there <laughs> with like four players and beat the shit out of. The yeah, Jays. They,
3: like that was ridiculous. You go, oh, they got no <laughs> one. Okay, all their best players. Yeah, they got to stay home. They're not vaxxed.
2: Dude, how pissed would you be if you went the whole year and, like, you're the Yankees and you just go up there and play Toronto and you're like, (laughs) fuck, and, you like, half your dudes are gone because they – The thing is, anyone
3: in the AL East is – I think they're all vaxxed now or most of them. I don't even know just because it's just – you know, it's one of those things. Hey, if you're going to play for our team, we play the Blue Jays. You know, five. You know, three times, two, how three times a year. Dare your country have the same laws as our country? Oh, how how dare, dare you! Communist Canada is just oppressing us.
0: My, my question <laughs> is, how come we never hear about all the Blue Jays players that never make a road trip?
2: <laughs> hmm, I wonder why. <laughs> so yeah, they're the third uh, wild card spot, a game and a half ahead of Baltimore. They've Baltimore's played more games. So yeah. they've actually played. They're sixty nine and sixty one. Baltimore nice. is nice, whereas uh, the Blue Jays are seventy and fifty nine. So they played yeah. one more game, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So, um, all right. Well, there's your series. That Cubs it. lost two or three. It wasn't terrible. They were good games, I guess. You saw a couple good games, even they if. Were they-
3: enter- Meaning, right? You're saying people are like, oh, you must have been pissed. I'm like, you know what? I may have been pissed if it was like 10 nothing, And you're just like, ah, oh, fuck, I saw a stinker. But here you're kind of like, oh, the extra inning game. I got, you know, get free baseball.
0: Well, you that know, would he- piss me off. But <laughs> <laughs> Michael Fair just went left, gone to, <laughs> gone to the CN Tower and come yeah. to the night.
3: You know, like oh I'm, I'm done here okay let's go uh um, no yeah they were even... good
0: games and it's not like the cubs are playing for anything you well, know that's
3: it. It, it we're in fall training so it's also like i'm not taking anything too seriously if we're in a play exactly if we're in a playoff run okay cool yeah i might be a little more pissed but right now you know how many years you know being cubs fans have you like oh, our season sucks okay well i'm just gonna go and get drunk
2: and <laughs> yeah and watch
3: yeah. us lose like what it's else pretty else much you do? been
2: this whole year yeah, this little- for me. <laughs> <laughs> like, sure. What, and if they win, hey, bonus. Yeah, uh- bonus. <laughs> uh, or I, sometimes I'm like, did we win? <laughs> like, <right?
3: laughs> <I don't laughs> you wake up the next day, you're like, okay, oh, what happened?
2: Uh, uh, yeah, looking at the uh, box score. Okay. Card. Uh, well, the Blue Jays got some vibes too going on. You know, they're you know they don't have a bad team. Um, they they got that fun home run jacket. I yeah. screenshotted this. The, the, the NASCAR uh, jacket. La gente del barrio. <laughs> Um yeah the it, it's is it a NASCAR jacket? It looks like a suit jacket that they put a bunch of uh patches on.
0: No, I'm just making the joke that, you know, NASCAR always has all their fucking patches all over their shit. Oh yeah. So oh I gotcha. It, 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 every time I saw it, that's exactly what I thought. I was like, "Oh, it's like a NASCAR jacket."
2: and uh the the other thing is like there was a lot of Zaidman was all over the radio Pat Hughes did not make this trip which made everybody wonder if Pat Hughes was on the the restricted media <laughs> list and it was oh. like, oh man they're like please not you Pat please and then somebody said no he's mentioned on the air that he got the shots he'd probably just this was a scheduled situation so uh here's a message from from Pat Hughes that it, he wanted me to relay to you and that's uh get Pat. <laughs> <laughs> get, get patcinated today and uh go up to canada and uh go visit are you go saying in we should get next an, year. we should let
0: pat inject us in some way
2: oh I mean I would. I do trust him like that. I mean, <laughs> take this, you won't feel the thing.
3: Yeah, yeah next next year though, Cubs are back in Toronto. So Yeah,
2: and and you know, we have and every like, year after because it I know, doesn't exactly. matter anymore. And like
3: we're talking about, it's like, yeah, it loses its specialty, right? Like it's been four years and you're just like, oh great, I'm excited. You know, unless there are two good teams going, it's not as it's not the same.
2: Yeah, Dominic brings up uh, no boog on the broadcast. Oh yeah, either, true. But I guess he was doing some national stuff or I don't
0: know. Who I cares? as long as he's not on the fucking broadcast. I yeah, don't care exactly. where he is. He can go what? the fuck away. Beth Moen's, I like Beth Moens' call. I really do. It's it's comfortable. It's it's nice. Uh, I got kind into like a golf. little I got into a little bit of a um discussion on Reddit with somebody who... You know, does not like uh Beth and thinks that you know Boog is good, and it's like the whole argument is he likes that Shami fucking talks at all times, and I like that Beth Molins lets the game breathe, yeah, she doesn't have to do that; she's confident up there and and her and j d aren't forcing anything they're just they're watching a the game. They're talking about what happens on the game. And if something happens that, you know, maybe she can make a joke about, she will. And she lands them.
3: There's a flow. We'll
0: talk about that later.
3: There's a flow. You know, you just kind of have it. It's like, oh, okay. Not just, hey.
0: Yeah, not to mention the whole, like, baseball nap. I mean, her and JD are perfect uh, baseball uh, naps.
2: No, they they put me to sleep. Just, I mean, I... that. I'd rather – I mean, and this is going to – this takes a lot for me to say this. I I chose to listen to Zach Zaidman instead of <laughs> Bowens and J.D. because I was doing things and I tried to stay awake. Okay? So, well, you if know,
0: you're doing things, it is hard to listen
2: to – It was hard to listen to Beth this entire and JD because None of it was you, good. It was you, all bad.
0: Right. Because you may not know – like, unless you're sitting watching the game – You may not know what's going on if you're just wandering around and listening to the game because they do let it breathe and they talk about what's happening right there on the field. Um, You know, and there's nothing else. Like, you have to pay attention. It's different than with Shambi. You have to pay attention because he just doesn't talk about the game. You may never know what the game's going on. So... I don't yeah know. I, I like mullins
2: it is it is definitely in a churn right now but um kevin i want to thank you for coming on and sharing your experiences with us we'll have to of course have you on again and um uh, you know it really sucked that i missed you this year at wrigley but at least we got to do this together a little Absolutely. bit but definitely head up uh, to toronto at some point soon and and hang out uh this year didn't work out but ho- no. ho- hopefully next year it will and get up to Toronto, maybe even bring the Bleacher Bum Band over there as things thaw a little bit. We get-
3: I hope so. If, if we can do because we, we, we initially had a plan for you to go across the street from the Dome yeah. and play there, but COVID happened and it, it fucked everything
2: up. It fucked everything up and so we're just kind of putting it all back together and and we will. So, well thanks for coming on and uh, we're we're going to let you go and we're going to play a quick commercial and then we're going to come back and talk about a whole <laughs> all right, guys, thanks lot for having of other shit. spook Nice And i I'm a Thanks, up Kevin. a mug that says
3: spagog
2: Well, I should sell those.
3: <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those bat things my brother got me. Like one of those, like they hollow out the bats you can drink out of. He like gave me it one year. I'm like, that's fucking awesome. Let's go.
2: <laughs> that is amazing. I love it. So, I'm like, somebody's selling our, our catchphrase, and it's
3: not us. <laughs> it, it was it was customized, but you
2: yeah. guys should sell it. We should. All right. Thanks for coming on, man. Uh join our Patreon. That's how we keep the lights on. Here's a commercial for it. Spooko. All over Chicagoland, there are thirsty, frazzled, overworked Cubs podcasters who are struggling to survive one more baseball season in the dog-eat-dog world of unpaid content creation. But it doesn't have to be this way. You can make a difference. Become a Super Ranter at patreon.com slash where your support ensures that poor, sad, pathetic, ugly, loser Cubs podcasters can pay for tickets and beer, and in turn, line the pockets of the baseball oligarch Ricketts family. Just one dollar a month can buy a scorecard. Five dollars a month can pay for guitar strings to write a Cubs song. And ten dollars a month almost buys one beer at Wrigley Field. Cubs content creators are the lowest pieces of pond scum garbage that slither over the face of this planet. But super ranters help them get drunk and screw off at baseball games. What do you get out of it? The Sun Ranto Show delivered to your podcatcher without stupid advertisements like the one you're seeing and hearing right now. Plus, at other Super Rantor levels, you can get Cubs music, access to private Sun Ranto pages, the Rantor calendar, and special thanks and Rantor recognition in our live broadcasts. Plus, eligibility for monthly prizes. What does Sunranto get out of it? Your money. For tickets and beer. Go to Patreon.com/sunranto. That's Patreon.com/sunranto, and become a super rantor today! Welcome back to the Sunranto Show, and thank you to Kevin Ashworth. I forgot to mention this before, but Bexie Ashworth, Kevin's wife, actually plays the violin on uh, I Didn't Come Here for a Haircut, the John Lackey song. Yeah, she she plays the fiddle on that one. Very talented musician, teaches, and they have a couple of twin kids and... um, I'm sure, they're growing up dual Cub fans slash Blue Jay fans because that's what Kevin and Bexley both are. But it's awesome to have him on the show. We have such a wonderful community of people, and um, I've met some great people. Kevin's one of them. So, uh, just a couple of quick bits of news, uh, if we must, uh, and I'll get through this real quick. But um, David Bodie is back with the team. It's a nice, nice smirk, Michael. Is he? Is he really? Like so, when did when did they announce this? Today. Yeah.
0: So after the Canada trip.
2: Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But I doesn't count. Doesn't, doesn't count. count. Patrick Wisdom. Patrick Wisdom's another one that a mm-hmm. lot of people might have guessed. So, uh, but here's Bodie's numbers if you were wondering why 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 is this is happening to us? So, um, in I'll go back three to 2020. When um, we, we locked him up, he, he, he hit a grand slam once and then we <laughs> signed him for the next 10 years um, and made his family uh, be able to eat. So that's good. So but, you know, he's never batted above two fifty seven. Um, mm-hmm. And that was in twenty nineteen. He had eleven home runs in a in a Super Bowl year. Um, he batted two hundred in twenty twenty. He batted 199 in 2021 in 327 plate appearances, only hit, hit eight home runs, 606 OPS, a 63 OPS plus, and this year he's actually doing better, um, or he was, until he got hurt, slashing 259, 322, 370 for a 692 OPS and a 94 OPS plus, still not that good. Meanwhile... David Bodie, this is from Bleacher Nation. David Bodie is the positional addition, returning to the big league team after hitting 252, 319, 385 in his 38 games at Iowa. So he's not even hitting down there. Uh, no. Bodie, 29, still owed $9.5 for the next two seasons, plus a $1 million buyout on a 25-team option. I mean, I know in today's money this is not a lot of money, but what a waste of money
0: but good for bodie i mean he he was smart he went in there like i want an extension i want 10 million bucks and they're like well sure i guess we could do
2: that yeah you more know? than more than 10 million i mean you know he's still owed 10 million right what he's still owed 10 God.
0: million yeah so he but i mean he's just i mean he made the most out of his time because i don't know that his time is going to extend much past the cubs you know?
2: I just don't see how he fits on this team. You know, you got Nick Madrigal pretty much out there every single day. You pick up McKinstry. You've got morell, you gotta play. You got Nico. I was order. gonna ask you Where the too, David Bodie play.
0: I was gonna VH? ask you, is the positional addition is that what they're calling September call ups now? Now that they don't do September call ups, is it I, the positional addition?
2: Uh positional addition. Yeah,
0: I guess the, it's it is. the worst name
2: ever. Yeah. I mean that that's a uh sounds like a song from Music Man or something. It sounds like a perfect um
0: uh oh shit, the shirts, uh the blue shirts uh, the like, what? like failed like failed starter.
4: Positional oh obviously
0: obvious. Obvious. Yeah. obvious. I can't think of the word obvious. <laughs> 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 so uh, yeah, I wanna I want to share this as positional additional addition. or whatever it
2: is. <laughs> Exactly. Uh not a bad job, especially if you're getting paid 10 million bucks over the next three years for it. Um and um Estrada, Jeremiah Estrada is gonna stick with the team. He's the guy that came out and threw really fast. He's got a yeah. sick fastball. Um, he's really made his way through uh, the minor league system this year. He was in South Bend earlier this, this year, went to Tennessee, then to Iowa. On the year, among the three minor league teams, he only had a 130 earned run average and um, came up and threw a pretty good inning for the Cubs so far. Two strikeouts in that inning that he threw. Um, so... uh Clean inning, which we haven't. Yeah. No, no, no. Sorry, he had a walk. He did have a walk. Um. So, still, so, uh, he did. I think it excited a lot of people to see a Cubs reliever throwing that fast. I know I was pretty excited, I, and right. it sounded like Ron Coomer was excited about it too on the radio. So, um, right. So anyway, uh, the, the
0: maybe another guy that we've never heard of is going to come up and be something that we love.
2: Well, he had Tommy John and then oh. he had COVID and almost died. So, check this out. Uh the, two uh two people had this. Um the the Sun Times had this also the Tribune had it. This is from the Sun Times. Um and um this is what he said about having COVID. What Jeremiah Estrada had uh, said, said. I almost died from it. He was on the injured list, working his way back from elbow tightness when he tested positive for COVID-19 in late August of last year. At first, Strata just had a headache, sore throat, lost his taste of senses uh, and smell. But a week into his illness, he said he started throwing up for hours on end. Over the next several days, he made multiple trips to the hospital to receive IV fluids and medication. He started puking. Black fluids and experienced other gastrointestinal Ooh. issues. He had chills, a fever of 102 degrees, hallucinations. Eventually, his oxygen levels dropped dangerously low, and he was put on oxygen. He said he spent a couple weeks in the hospital. It, he, quote unquote, it was just the worst feeling and the worst pain I've ever felt in my life. He said. Now, Granny's pretty young, so, but uh, still does not sound fun i remember not eating for like two weeks and it was just the worst feeling ever he said his dad ramiro called the hospital to check on his son and the medical staff member he talked to told him to pray when you're when the doctors are saying it's time to start praying you're pretty sick Mm, yeah um the next day, his appetite returned. He finally—this is after the prayer, of course. Oh <laughs> shit! Is this where this
0: story is going? No,
2: kind of. Kinda. The next day, his appetite returned. He finally ate some graham crackers, just like Jesus would have wanted him to do. <laughs> <laughs> have some graham crackers, my son. Um, he'd turned the corner. A year later, he made his MLB debut, which we're talking about right now. It's absolutely unreal, he said. It was a blessing. I'm just glad to be here. Estrada said he wasn't vaccinated, was not, against COVID-19 when he got sick last year. But once his sense of taste and smell returned in late July, he got the shots. I hate shots, he said. But I was just like, that's what the Cubs want. I trust them. (laughs) Because... He was fully vaccinated by this week. He was eligible to serve as a substitute player when the Cubs placed Justin Steele and Adrian Samson on the restricted list. (laughs) to you So that's how this all came about. Um, God, you know. So I don't know if anybody listening or watching this is on the fence about getting the COVID-19 vaccine. They got a new one coming out against the Omicron this fall. Um, But this is a young... Athlete in the prime of his career, uh, not prime, like starting his career. He's young, super right. young. And honestly, if you're 40 and you get something like this and you get as sick as he did because you got big viral load, or just are somehow susceptible in some way, whether it be genetically or something, you're fucked. You're gonna die because freaking Estrada almost died. And here's a guy that wouldn't get the shots until he almost died. So I mean.
0: At least we know he did the actual research. Yeah, <laughs> he, he did his did. own
2: research. Yeah, he did his own research.
0: Yeah, and, he... and when he and when he got done researching it, he was like, "No, shot sounds good."
2: And I, I want to <laughs> shout out Maddie Lee from the Sun Times. Um, she's the one that uh, wrote up this article and that I screenshot and put up here. So I, w- I'm gonna uh, the uh, the one that Megan Montemuro wrote is behind a pay- paywall. And, um, so this one wasn't, so that's why I use this one, but I am dropping the link in the chat to it. So check out the whole thing about Jeremiah Strada. I mean, dude throws a hundred. So I stood up and took notice and read the article and it was like, Holy fuck. Holy shit. Oh my God. So, uh, we do a thing from time to time on this show called the DHO meter. Um, so, uh, why don't I put play the drop? This is where we, uh, look into, um, how the DH has been doing? <laughs> Fuck it up! Fuck
1: it up! Shit! Uh,
0: <laughs> I totally forgot that that was the drop. I was like, "What's he about to do?"
2: Yeah, and for those listening on the podcast, it's basically a timer um, and a and a steam a bunch of steam, I believe, going into a coconut, and then the coconut explodes. So that's what you're listening to. Yeah,
0: it's. It's insane. I have no idea why that is the DH meter, but I'm I'm with it. So um so yeah, I wanted to talk about it a little bit, see where we're at in 131 ish, you know, because everybody plays a little bit different. Uh, games, the number nine spot in the batting order, and I use the number nine spot because that's the spot that changed. The pitcher left, and some the worst player on the team got to bat there. And then they sh- they slotted in somebody else up top, um, so in so they have eleven point the ninth spot has eleven point six hits per game in the NL. What in tw- per game for the all fifteen teams? So over the fifteen
2: teams, oh, okay, each night you're looking 11 at eleven hits. point six hits. Hits, all right. So like Yeah, so, four, so less than one nine hit per game. Well, that's more than pitchers ever got.
0: Right. Well, but listen, so the ninth spot in 2021 averaged eight hits per game. And the reason I say nine spot is because the pitchers only actually got usually two at-bats yeah. before you start putting in pitch hitters. So they had eight hits per game, which means that this year, with no pitchers in that spot, the league is averaging 3.6 more hits per night spread across those 15 teams. That's 0.24 extra hits per team. Oh wow. Have, have you the been noticing and those?
2: excitement
0: <laughs> Yeah uh the OPS is up in that spot by about 150 points. All right uh, you know so they're, it is, they're gonna uh,
2: slug it yeah they're gonna slug it a little bit more than a pitcher who just can you know get on sometimes.
0: Yeah, and the all-important and dreaded strikeout, because that's all we ever heard, oh, pitchers don't do anything except for strikeout, and that's why we need the DH, blah, 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 blah. Well, that's down as well. Last year, the ninth spot had 1.3 strikeouts per game, and it's down to 0.9 strikeouts per game. So a huge drop, this 0.9 from 1.3. It's a drastic shift. Uh, walks are I mean, also kind
2: of it's like fifty percent less wow. if you look at it that way. No, it's
0: it's like thirty percent less. Or like I don't know.
2: <laughs> I think John Pick is not our strong yeah, suit over here. John Pick is you still watching? <laughs> Figure out yeah. how much less that is.
0: <laughs> but uh, walks are also up from point two three walks to point two seven walks per game per team. So Whoa. you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, walk is boring anyway. 0.4. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Um, in terms of full league numbers, the NL is actually leading the AL in number of hits this year with 200 more hits so far. And I think a hundred of those have been home runs because the AL trails, the NL by 100 home runs. Wow. Like over the whole league, every position, uh, And the NL leads the AL by 15 points in OPS as well. So, you know, over how many ever years, and I've talked about this ad nauseum about, you know, what the numbers really are. The numbers were actually very close between the NL and the AL. And right now, and the AL was always just a touch above uh, the NL. And right now, the NL has now made, because they have the DH, they've made this leap to where, they're much better. They're they're actually they might be much better than the AL, which is the way it was back in the seventies <laughs> when the fucking AL wanted this
2: shit in order to catch up. Um, you <laughs> now know, they're, and then, now they're gonna have to have two DHs in the end. Yeah, I know, like, right? We're like, I'm telling you, DH for the catcher. Um, uh, David Elliott uh, writes in, I was told there would be no math on this show. (laughs) Don't worry. You could barely call it math. math, Yeah, this is not very Uh, math-ish. Pinkus, great minds. He says, now let's go catch our DH in the AL just to fuck with Cotton.
0: (laughs) So the three true outcomes is how it's working. In both leagues, uh, you know, and about the whole DH thing. In both leagues, the DH position is the fourth best hitter on the team. Right, But the DH does have the most homers and the most strikeouts by position in both leagues. The NLDH has the highest number of walks, and the ALDH is second in the number of walks. And then with all of that, everything I've just told you, the offense in the National League is down from 4.6 runs per game to 4.8. Four runs per game this year.
2: Just in the NL, it's down. The just runs.
0: right because they're the only ones that have a difference. So they're this hitting year more home runs, one. but runs are down.
2: Yeah. I blame that all on the Cubs running no, 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 into no, outside no, no. Of the base no. They're, they're hitting
0: more home runs in that nine spot Not <laughs> oh, but not overall you. because now they can have shittier players across the lineup.
2: The whole lineup, yeah, they could. Just yeah,
0: the it. whole lineup. That's is, how
2: Zach McKinstry got a job? Let me tell yeah. you.
0: <laughs> and and I didn't look into this, but I've looked to do it in the past. Generally, four or five, maybe even six spots in the AL had lower batting averages than the same spots in the NL, and that's not counting the nine spot because that was the pitcher, right? So, you know, that's uh, yeah, it's it's not it's it's not everything it was cracked up to be. But now, I mean, it AL assholes, you all, you know, you wanted it. Shit, yeah. Now you're going to get it. And it looks like it's working out for the NL a bit better than the AL this
2: year. Well thanks for looking all into that. It is an interesting thing to follow and I believe that we're probably the only ones that are following that. And it's not we it's, <laughs> I'm, it's you. I'm, I'm the only person <laughs> yeah, in the exactly. world that still that still up about the DH. Like if he 10 years from now I was like if we the DH has not worked out at all, for, you know, it's like dude the ship has sailed. So um the, uh, I did a couple notes to bring up before we just get into the Cardinals preview. Um, I'm not going to leave a lot for the Cardinals preview because uh, it's just we just faced them. And like, Jesus Christ. And now this is the last time we're going to see him. But I did enjoy um, this uh, an article that I read at, from, uh, I guess it's dowindycity.com. And they put together a couple of trade proposals for Otani. Oh, okay. Because there was a a report that kind of got out there that like the Cubs <laughs> were were would they would not be surprised. It somebody went on the radio. I forget was it Heyman or something like that? Yeah, it was some fucking national big those, shot. And national. I loved
0: Gordon's take on Cubs talk. And he's like, it was lazy. He's like he's in Chicago, so of course he said Otani might go to yeah, Chicago. Like to
2: Chicago, yeah. He's
0: just pandering to the fucking audience. Like I loved it. Gordon is always so on these. He things. knows what's up, yeah. But that argument that they had, I am a hundred percent on Kaplan's side. Like, it drives me nuts when you know uh people will just explain to you why it's not gonna happen because of the Rick and We know that. Yeah. That but, doesn't mean we shouldn't tell the rickets one. they're fucking full of shit and they need and, to but, do this. Yeah, which is and, what Kaplan was doing because Kaplan's a Cubhead. He's like, no, fucking get it done.
2: And and Gordo was being the devil's advocate on it. Uh, yeah, and, because and, just, and only the de- and be and the devil meaning the rickets. Like he was the Ricketts' mouthpiece and pretending he was that. Gordon doesn't feel this way, but he was saying, no, they're not going to. Sp- Take this kind of risk. They are a risk-averse team, which I completely agree with them on, that they're not going to do this, but they should do it.
0: Yeah, and this was a funny argument because Kaplan and Gordon flip-flopped their positions because the whole time, Gordo has just been all over like – Fuck these rickets. They need to spend all their money. They need to do all this shit. And Kaplan's over there like, hey, there was, you know, biblical losses and shit and blah, 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 blah. blah. And then all of a sudden in this one episode, it's the other way around. Yeah. It was funny.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it's because there are, I think, you, there's a nuanced view of it in which there's that what the Cubs, John Morosi, thank you, David, uh, is yeah. the one that, who said it. So, um, But there's a couple of trade proposals floated out there. Now, this is the real brass tech, because you will be decimating your farm system for maybe the best player ever to play baseball. So do with that what you will. It does give the Cubs holes to fill, but here's a couple from uh, that article uh, that I was just talking about um, from Da Windy City. Cubs get Shohei Otani, Angels get Brendan Davis, Kevin Alcantara, Jordan Wicks, and Cade Horton. I think that's a non-starter. I don't know why the Angels would do this. Like I don't. It's not enough.
0: No, yeah, I don't I don't I don't think so either. I think any package that doesn't have Justin Steele in it isn't going to get looked at.
2: Then we got this one which is Cubs get Otani, Angels get Horner, Pete Crow Armstrong, Brennan Davis, Ian Happ and Cole Franklin. Mm. I mean, now you're getting some position players. Um, but Ian Hap's in the last year of his contract. Like, why would they do that? I mean, he's a he's a rental at that point. Brendan Davison, Pico Crow Armstrong, and Nico Horner are pretty and much- Cole Franklin. Those are Cole- I mean,
0: that's where it's at. And I mean, I guess Ian Hap is just there for I don't know, icing. But Ian Hap's there because uh Hoyer just doesn't like him and wants to get yeah, rid of him. <laughs> exactly.
2: So then there's this one, which is, uh, I think, a little slim, too, which is uh, Otani for Pete Crow Armstrong, Nick Madrigal, Caleb Killian, and Miguel Amaya.
0: So, yeah, um, I, don't, like, I don't see that at all. Miguel Amaya has never played up above, like, single A yet as he's always I mean, he been hurt
2: just came back and uh and, and and I'm actually curious so thanks chime in in the chat if you want to dominic says don't crush the farm system for otani i mean i get that thinking i do but also i'm not a prospect pervert and do i want to see otani in a cubs uniform yeah i don't care about the prospects i don't care Sign all the great players. Get Wilson back. Get Ohtani. And sign a top-line pitcher. Well, You've got all the level? money in the world. Yeah, exactly. Do it. I don't care. I don't care. If Pete Crow Armstrong never plays for the Cubs, I'm not I'm not going to cry about that. Well, if it, Ohtani is playing for the Cubs, I'm certainly not going to cry about it. If Pete Crow Armstrong gets traded for some bullshit, then yes, I'll be pissed. Here, here's the thing. These guys are doing amazing
0: in minor league ball. Great. I'm happy to see it. And if at some point they come up and they're with the Cubs, it's going to be fun to see what they do. But that may never happen, people. It may never happen. Or they could be McKinstry, well, who, I'll see- who hit the shit out of the ball in AAA and then comes up to the major leagues, and he's hitting 190.
2: And here's the other thing about it the entire situation. The is 27 years old. This would be a trade and sign. This is not like a done deal that like you know you would have to know that you had the plan in place yes to make that trade otherwise there's no reason to do it like you know this this is this could be a rental for somebody like and nobody's going to give up that much just f-
0: no you have you have to already know that Otani is there now Otani was very strongly linked to the Cubs uh, back when he was coming around. But, of course, he chose a California team, you know. Plus, they had the DH, which he wanted to be able to pitch in DH. Um, and now that's not a concern. Plus, we have Seiya Suzuki, which, not for nothing, um, they're both Japanese, right? Like, yeah. I'm not always, you know, up on everything. But, yeah, I thought that. Then you got somebody on your team that maybe he doesn't have now, you know, that you can talk to and maybe he talks to him and say is like, yeah, come here, you know?
2: Well, I would imagine it's pretty together. lonely. I don't know how great uh say his English is, but it's not his first language, and so you know, just having that generally can be talked
0: Japanese players talk to the uh Dominican players because they they can all speak Spanish better than they can speak English. <laughs>
2: It was Spanish. I mean, I found it easier to learn than I probably find Spanish easier to learn than English or Japanese. Um, so, yeah. No. So, anyway, I, mean,
0: we, I can I, see it happening. I just don't know if the Cubs are going to spend for it. And I don't mind if that, if you think that's going to decimate our farm system because we just don't know what is coming out of there. Yeah. And if they're this good. It seems like I mean, it seems like these guys are running through the farm system right now, doesn't it, Danny? You
2: like, and or- it, well, and it presents, and I, I wanted, I, I was going to put in the notes today, but I didn't because I was a pretty full shot. I mean, we're at an hour and a half, we're not even in yeah, our second no. break, but um, that's okay. Well, I'm kind of uh, stalling for Crawley because he wants to come on and play a little show and tell. Um, I know nobody minds if you know if you guys want to hang up, you can and watch later <laughs> anyhow. But. Um, <laughs> No, we're going full war and peace tonight. I think.
0: <laughs> oh no! Oh yeah! But,
2: no, I'm kidding. We'll 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 keep it to a dull roar. But um, uh, well, now nah, i lost my train of thought.
0: You you were we were talking about the the prospects and burning the prospects, and then I asked you about how quickly they're all coming up, and then you... Oh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. The the roster crunch thing, yeah. I mean, because you got all these dudes that you kind of want to protect on your 40-man, and you kind of don't know what you have, so we're doing fall training now, but if you you can't keep everybody on the 40-man. They just put Jeremiah Estrada on the 40-man, so he's going to take up a spot. You move Wade Miley to the 60-day IL, and then, so you're just going to keep I mean, we don't know. We like Nick Madrigal, like you got dudes with options. You guys do, you know, so it's all these wor- roster decisions that might not be made based upon. They're more based upon when they're in their contracts yeah. as opposed to. Uh, you know, whether they deserve to be at a Major League Baseball team. So that's the thing. And you can't keep them all. You can't just keep all your prospects and just hoard prospects. You'll have the best A team in this year. And, you know, you'll win all the minor league awards because you'll just be stocking all these, like, great players. And that's all fine and good. But unless it's transferring at the Major League level and they make the right decisions in that and start the clocks in the right time with some of these guys – you know they're kind of up against it. They kind of have to trade a prospect or two at some point. Yeah, at some point, and they can't keep
0: doing this shit where they're like, "Oh, we'll give you two guys for Otani," because they have to win the fucking trade. You know, mm. and and look,
2: they're I'm always with- cheap. They're always looking for the deal.
0: Yeah, and I'm with everybody, all the prospect perverts. I'm with you. If we're going to get one year of Otani, don't do it. But if you know that Otani is going to be with the Cubs for five years, that's what it would take to sway me, you know? So the next year and then a four-year contract, I'd be all in. Like, yeah, go for it. That's, that's like Danny said, best player maybe ever.
2: Maybe ever. Yeah, he's literally... Babe Ruth on, on acid. Like he's in, he's incredible. So, um, it is, uh, let's time for another contest. Let's do another contest. Maybe we'll wake back up. (laughs) So, um, Amazon contest. This is for the people that use our, uh, link at sunranto.com slash Amazon. And what you can do is just fill up your card on Amazon then go to sunranto.com slash Amazon, click on one of our Amazon things, and then check out, and we'll get a little crack. Hey,
0: congratulations to somebody out there with the Garden of Life prenatal vitamins.
2: Yeah, so me, uh, that's number 12 on your list. And then uh, somebody got some vitamin C for their face. Um, some Well, a lot of baby things. So, yeah, somebody's having a baby or just had a, yeah, or had a baby. Oh, Sunranto okay. t-shirt. Yeah, somebody bought a Sunranto t-shirt, which that's nice of them to advertise for us. Uh there's one something I bought, that USB C hub. That's from me. Oh, oh there's somebody... the sun the sun flask. Yeah, and somebody bought the sun flask. Congratulations. <laughs> that wasn't me. I already have one. So uh you got d- dog bones and um you could see I think my computer's on here somewhere. There it is. The twenty twenty one Apple MacBook Pro. That's my the computer I'm currently on. So I did shop through our link. Um So anyway, here we go. There's 48. uh, There's 48 contestants. So I'm going to put up the wheel of numbers here, and we will see who wins the Amazon uh, uh, shopper. I I don't have a good name for this one. Amazon shopper of the month. Like I hate that name. (laughs) You know, like what am I supposed to say here? Somebody think of a name for me. Um. So the uh, top
0: consumer.
2: Yeah, the top (laughs) Bezos blower. So, uh, one through 48 on the wheel. (laughs) Bezos blower. We're we're spinning it. I do like the noise. Number one. Wow. Number one. Congratulations, number one. Uh, Let's figure out what that was. I'm going to have to bring up this one. It is the people who bought the 10 inch paper plates, dinner sized. (laughs) Printed and disposable. Well, so you get, know what? It's a holiday weekend. You gotta
0: get your paper plates because you're having people over for that barbecue, you know?
2: Exactly. So buy them through our links. Um, why not? 27 bucks in there this month. Pretty excited about it. Let's get a it.
0: Bernie Barron's uh Amazon Appreciation Awards.
2: The Amazon A. Number one, and what you did win right there was some Bleacher Bum Band shot glasses coming yeah. your way. So all you got to do is contact me, sonranto at gmail.com, S-O-N-R-A-N-T-O, and let me know that you uh, purchased those plates. Uh, they're not the pilfered plates, but they are printed plates, so there's more peas for you. Um, <laughs> so congratulations to you, though. Um, the other thing I wanted to bring up here is that um, this you, we sometimes we oh I didn't mean to do that the, the, sometimes we do the good the, the bad and the ugly about oh, some yeah, pubs yeah. gear and I drop a, a link in the chat. I, I want to b- bring this jacket to everybody's attention that is on sale. I believe just till <laughs> ten, till the end of the night. Something like that. Like, they're having a sale right now. There's free shipping at Fans Edge, which is the same as Fanatics, which is the same as MLB. They're all the same shit. So we have it at sunranto.com slash shopping. There's another situation we have. But what I'm putting up on the screen here for the podcast listeners is a pretty sharp-looking uh, kind of... It's a windbreaker jacket. Looks like it's... No, it looks like a Letterman
0: jacket. It looks yeah, it like... Because it's got the different colored sleeves, you know.
2: Yeah. yeah. And it, it, but it looks really nice. And it's got the 2016 World Series patch on the sleeve. And then on the back, it says three times World Series champion. And I'm like, why would you. <laughs> and, and John Pickett also earlier on Facebook pointed out to me that, um, that, uh, I'm trying to see if this is leather. It's a full snap jacket. It's not leather. Looks like maybe more like a it's not windbreaker material kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it the sale ends. It's right now it's 90 bucks right now. And it's a sharp-looking jacket for for what it is. But um the my my issue with it is why would you advertise the fact that you've only won the World Series 3 times in like well, a, since since 1902? In or three or whatever uh, year was the first year in I
0: believe two thousand fifteen or sixteen, when I was at Coors Field, I saw a Cubs fan wearing a two-time World Series champion jacket.
2: <laughs> now, that's just funny <laughs> three, <I> times, <laughs> three times it makes you, it makes me think that you're like thinking it's cool. You know, but it's not cool. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, three times, bitches. Three rings. Count them. Count them on one hand, baby. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, like you got the Cardinals screaming at 11. You got the 12 after this year, of course. And then uh, next, the Yankees with their 58 rings or whatever they have. 27, I think.
0: 27. God damn, that's a lot.
2: Yeah. I don't even know what that feels like. So anyway, buy that jacket. I dr- I dropped the link in the chat, and and if you do <laughs> buy that jacket, uh, let me know. Um, yeah, Bernie says I don't like the three times in the, the back. Three. It looks like a size, like yeah, three X. Like <laughs> I'm 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 a triple XL World Series champion. Yep. <laughs> so. Um, we were, we we're also going to do, uh, before we get to the Cardinals, we're not going to do the preview of the Cardinals, like with like how their offense and defense is, but we will, um, I do want to remind everybody, we're not going to play a commercial here either right now, but I, I do want to remind everybody use sunranto.com slash shopping. And that's, there's your, there's your commercial right there. there you so, um, how about little rakes and flakes, throws and blows for the Cubs who actually managed to go 500 in the month of August?
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, so you, I looked rake? at Rake. Well, this is going to be different, okay. right? It's not going to be a normal so no uh, Rakes Flakes throws and blows. I'm not doing the throws and blows at all because the pitching situation has just been insane in flux. Like, I don't think you can really tell a lot about any pitcher over this last month with everything that's been going on and people going in and out. Uh But for the hits, you know, I took anybody who had at least 70 plate appearances, which was about 20 games or more, uh, you know, and that was seven guys. Um, So instead of the rakes and flakes, uh, I'm giving you the best and worst of kind of the main stats. So hits. Hap had the most hits with 30 hits this month. And Morel was the worst with 13 So, not very good. Uh, Homers. Contreras had seven home runs this month, and Madrigal had zero. Not surprising.
2: Yeah, he doesn't hit home runs anyway.
0: Yeah. Walks. Uh, Saya had 10, and Morrell had one. So Morel comes up on the back end of these a
2: lot. Not month. a great yeah, he really <laughs> fell off. So
0: yeah, he, he struggled this month. Uh strikeouts. Uh Madrigal only had seven strikeouts this month, and Hap had 32. Wow. 32 strikeouts to lead. So, but that's like a homer per strikeout almost. So I guess you
2: take it. Yeah. Um Batting average. Changes swing back. He's like, fuck this spray in the field. The the ball (laughs) on the field. I'm gonna hit Dong's. (laughs) Uh
0: Madrigal hit 300 this month. Okay. And uh Morrell hit 183, which is why he was struggling so much. And then uh OPS Hap has an eight eighty two OPS to lead the team, and Morel has a five seventy four. So yeah that's it. That's I just kind of went through the main sort of things to just get an idea of who had a good month and who had a bad month.
2: Well, the Cubs all overall had an average month. And you know, going five hundred, you'll you'll take it at this with this team, it's the best we've done all year. so d- d- does it give me massive amounts of hope? No. <laughs> but, like for the future, like people are like it's 2014. I'm like, it's not like 2014 had guys like, you know, that were made. Well, they signed John Lester in that offseason. Right. So they have to do something like that for it to be 2015 next year. So they got money to spend. We'll see what happens. But uh, I changed my mind. I am going to play a quick commercial and then we'll come right back because I have to pee. So, yeah, I was gonna say, which means he has to go to the bathroom. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> um so we'll be right back in literally um one minute. I'll play the swag commercial. We haven't played that one in a while. Ooh, it's sexy. It's it's after sunrise or after dark. Do you like having sex? Me too. That's why I always wear my Sunranto swag shirts every time I'm looking to get some. It's the only t shirt guaranteed to get you laid. Knock boots in your shankless shirt, bump uglies in a Ranter long sleeve, ride the skin bust at Tuna Town in a Dabbing Cubes fan shirt, take gold one eye to the optometrist in your bull penis awesome attire, or smash pissers in a spagog shirt. Sunranto swag shirts are just like people, there are many different sizes and colors to choose from. Plus, at Sunranto's Swag Store, you'll find Vincent's John Baker Day, designated hater and Matt Kammerer, drawn rally titty designs on everything from shirts and hoodies to baby onesies, bags, and hats. Go to sunranto.com swag and check out all the sexy styles guaranteed to get you laid. You'll be stuffing the soft taco in no time. sunranto.com swag guaranteed to get you laid. Wearing Sunranto swag products not guaranteed to get you laid. Sunranto swag is not responsible for your sexual life. Sunranto swag is for entertainment purposes only the sun ranto show is always brought to you by all of our patreon subscribers who we call the super ranters well who are the super ranters well super ranters they have their own rss feed and they get the show early and ad free delivered to their inbox or podcatcher they get bonus content uh for example like the recording of our color cast conversations uh, they get exclusive access to the Sun Ranto Super Ranchers Facebook page and our private Discord channel, uh, which we've been using a fair amount this season. Our Patreon patrons are also eligible for all our Sun Ranto contests, like the Super Rancher of the Month and uh, Sun Ranto scavenger hunts, which we'll get to later on in the year once the weather finally gets better. Um, there's... Perks at every level. $5 Super Ranters get to hear all the Cubs parody songs before the rest of the world. $10 Super Ranters are recognized by name at the end of our shows and have access to our Cubs uh, daily shows, which are, are called Sun Ranto Singles. Uh, at $12, you get the Ranter calendar every year. and. Uh, You can even place an advertisement about anything you want at some of the higher levels. So uh, the most important thing is we like to give back to our community here in Chicago. So 10% of all of our Patreon money goes directly to the Lost Boys Baseball Club which uses baseball to help decrease violence and improve the social conditions for young people in Chicago. It is one of Sunranto's Ranto's main missions to serve our community here. Here's the thing. It costs a lot of money and time for us to produce a great Cubs fan show, and frankly, a penny a download from our podcast advertisers, like gambling syndicates and dick pill Companies, it's just not enough to keep SunRantO on the air. We have hosting fees, streaming fees, equipment, tickets, batteries. Subscribe today, and you'll never have to hear me ask you to become a Patreon patron again because the show will be ad-free. Stop making me waste your time. Sign up for as little as a dollar a month. Patreon.com/sunranto Patreon.com/sunranto Please join us today. Then join at the three dollar level. That's three bucks a month. We each get a beer at Wrigley a year. Patreon.com slash Sunranto is where you sign up. That's patreon.com slash Sunranto, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash S-O-N-R-A-N-T-O. Back, Michael did not quite make it. How did you get
0: (laughs) I can't believe you got back before me. That was pretty impressive. Uh, we were really uh riding a tightrope there because we could this that could have ended, we would have both been gone. We would have both been gone, people (laughs) would
2: have been left to do their own show. Um, oh, we got Crawley here. Crawley, let's just bring him in. Perfect timing, Crawley. What's going on boys? There How you doing? Good to see you man. Um I we I was uh stalling this entire show. Yeah, I was really trying to draw out the Cubs talk, go a little longer, just to make sure that you could get, get on here and let us know about your new prize possession.
5: Well, yeah, but you told me at 8 o'clock, you said we're going live, and I'm like, well, I'll probably be around 9.30 to 10 o'clock, and then you, I don't know, if we're, we'll probably be done in an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, we'll the see. The Sun gone an hour and a half.
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> My exactly. ass.
0: Uh, to be fair, I believe it was three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah <laughs> we did one that was an hour and a half there but was we one had, it was it was an hour and 32 did
5: we somebody's have, internet go out or what happened
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh no we we talked a lot about the the sex in the stands we we got off a few rails here and there but um no what uh we haven't even gotten to the Cardinals series yet. <laughs> so you came right in time to talk about the dirty birds. But uh no, I would I wanted to have you on because I saw your post on Facebook today about the the Montero jersey that is now finally back from the framers. You just got it back. And uh, you know, for those that don't know, why don't you just tell the story and just tell us what you want to show us tonight.
5: Yeah, you know, uh, obviously the Cubs win the World Series November 2nd, 2016. They announced a ring bear ceremony, and in that ring bear ceremony, they were going to pick 20 people um, to present a World Series ring to a player. Uh, Danny Rocket would would mercilessly tease me every day to tell me how my video was going to lose, um, <laughs> but I ended up winning. And and, and so uh, when we were backstage, or not backstage, under the right field bleachers, we were coming out the, the, the gates there. Uh, They gave you the jersey, and that jersey was who you were going to present to. So mine said ring bearer 47. And um, what ended up happening is that I had that jersey, and I had Miggy sign it, but uh, our our mutual friend Stu McFicker from Club 400, someone tipped him off that the game used Montero from the ring ceremony game was on sale. And so out of the well, kindness on of the heart, sale. It was four sales. Sale. Yeah. It's been a long day. But uh, you know what ends up happening is uh, with with the Club four hundred and the Sun Ranto Ranters and the Cubs Memorabilia Group, uh, everyone just kind of chipped in the hat and, and, and now the Montero jersey is home. Um, out of the twenty uh, jerseys that were twenty rings that were presented that day, this is the only jersey right now that's with its pair. So the Montero with the ring jer- Jersey I have, it's the only one that exists. Um, Jason Ketchik did the framing from catch 22. So if anyone needs anything framed, uh, he's the guy that's going to do that. But none of this happens without all the, the great groups that I mentioned and the generosity of the ranters and club 400 and the Cubs memorabilia group. Uh, my wife was extremely helpful. You know, Shannon was, uh, helping kind of guide this whole thing and, uh, it's it's great. So if you take that down, I'll walk you over.
2: <sighs> well, OK, cool. And I'm, I'm just like I'm zooming in on it right now, just on my computer screen. And I see that you've got the two photos, one of you shaking Miggy's hand, the other one of you with Miggy. I'm just going to and then you got two tickets framed in here, too. I assume that's from the game. Yeah, that's from the game. The Cubs gave me seats, but I also had my own season tickets. So
5: um, my wife, my kids, my parents all went to the game. And so I had my two seats. They gave us two seats. And then we had another two seats that a friend that we bought
2: him off of. And so um, and it's Montero on the ticket. I think it's Wilson. Oh, it's Wilson. Okay, yeah, I was wondering because I could see it's a catcher. I just can't tell who it is. Yeah, it's
5: Wil- Wilson on the ticket. So here, take that thing down. I'll show okay, you Well and,
2: yeah. and it's a beautiful
0: frame, and the, the blue matting around the outside has the Cubs logo in the upper corners and stuff. Looks oh, really yeah. nice.
2: Yeah, and then there's the World Series champions logo plus the World Series trophy there. And th- there's your lovely wife right there. There she is.
5: And so if you look <laughs> if you look right here this is yeah this is the pedestal so when we went out there the jersey was on the pedestal so Jason kind of came up with that idea thought it was pretty cool to kind of have that in the middle this is me and miggy and that's uh signed by miggy right there uh 20 uh world series ring ceremony 2017 there's the jersey from the game it's the second game of 2017 against the Dodgers uh, he put this up here. One of the really good ideas he had was rather than do red, which is what is normally kind of on these Cubs right here, the blue and red. Right. He said he said let's go gold and it really just pops.
2: Well yeah, that's great because the the gold and the the World Series jersey it works perfectly. Yeah, that so, that's the jersey
5: the Cubs gave me. It says ring bearer right here. It's Mickey signed and it says 2016 WS champs. There's a picture of me right there giving him his ring signed by Mickey the other um whatchamacallit the other uh ticket and then if you look here this is the Montero it says twenty seventeen uh game used ring ceremony with the date and that's authenticated by uh Schwartz Sports. So definitely a cool piece. It's uh you know like I said <laughs> I always said, told you if there was one Unique. thing that safe from my burning house, it would be this, but I think I'm going to need help if it's really burning. It's going to take two people.
2: Well, I'm seeing kind <laughs> of – I'm looking around uh, what your fan cave that's about ready to p- go. When's the party? That's what I need to know. Is I'm working rain.
5: at it, man. We're working quick. The next thing it is – It looks good
2: enough. You got a guitar back there. You got the ring you thing mean, up. You, you, got like, you, got, you got a drum set. You got a drum set. You got some taps. Like, what more do we need? Like, invite us over. For the party, you got the Bleacher Bum Band poster. You got the window done. Like, dude, it's looking great. Let's come over here. Everyone's ready. It's uh, a bar's done.
5: Yeah, bar bar's all ready over here. Got some uh, bobbleheads.
2: A couple of them. A couple, a couple thousand. That's a, yeah. Like, how many? How hard
0: you do you have to shake it to get all those heads bobbling?
5: I don't know, man. That's what I think the bleacher bum band's going to try to figure out. But
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll just get that couple from Toronto to do it on your shelves on, <laughs> on the top. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be fine. It'll be bobbling in no time. Everything will be bobbling. They had
5: to be some young kids because I don't think they had any padding or cushioning. Man, that was just straight on concrete.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, of course. I mean, you, I mean, you're feeling other things at that time. Sometimes the endorphins can take over. You f- you don't feel other kinds of pain. Besides, it could have been drunk.
5: Yeah, and I heard it happened in Oakland, too, and they got pictures of the people that they think did it. It happened in Oakland the other day, too.
2: Yeah, we talked yeah. about we talked about it on the show earlier tonight. We were... I
5: think love is in the air, man. I don't know what's going on.
2: Yeah, they are going to be a lot of, uh, what is it, be May babies? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that what it would, it would be? Something like that? Yeah, I think so. That, yeah. <laughs> when,
0: they, when they grow up, they're going to be like, yeah, well, what happened was my parents' favorite baseball team was terrible.
2: So they had <laughs> sex in the stands. <laughs> yeah. Uh, David says, need Sunranto live in Crawley's basement. Totally agree. We're doing yep. a live show. We're coming in there. Bleacher Bum Band's playing. We're all going to party. We're going to get drunk and ruin all your crap.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I like one, one day to enjoy it, not even, yeah.
2: Hope you got insurance, my friend. Oh, geez, yeah.
5: <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sitting there. I said I, I still gotta get the keg, the first keg tapped. I've been waiting. The got the kegerator right here. So you got the two taps this is going to be Club 400 right here. And even though it says old style, it's going to be Cubby Gummy right here.
0: And then, What's Cubby Gummy?
5: Oh, it's a New England IPA from Noon Whistle. Oh, I haven't had that. Oh, it's, it's it's so good. It's such a delicious beer. But not everybody likes the micro brews. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, I don't really. But, no, but, I, I, but I will... Th- uh, try some of it there, and then throw it up on your carpet. <laughs> <laughs> really, really Danny, there's the
5: reason we didn't get carpet here.
2: Ah, yeah, good, good move, by the way. Like carpet, yeah. you know, maybe a rug, like a Cubs rug, somewhere, like under the drum set, so it, to keep it from moving. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, look at that. You have exactly that going on. (laughs) See, all the T's are crossed, the I's are dotted, invite us over. That's what I'm saying to you. The the rug is down. See, one day you guys are going to get super
5: big, and you're going to have your own little uh, Foo Fighter-type bobbleheads.
2: Oh, nice. I'll replace Dave Grohl. I like it.
5: You got this for me, Danny, right there.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's the Eddie Vedder pick given to me by John Baker and then bestowed upon you.
5: Yeah, it's, it's here along with a wristband and a couple other, uh, cub, uh, Eddie Vedder stuff. So we're jamming out here. It's, it's getting there. It's, it's honestly, I, I tell Stuart, you know, cause you know, Stuart's man cave is ridiculous, but I'm like, God almighty, man, I can't even imagine what you had to go through because it's just a, it's just a monumental undertaking. Like the process, it's like, you think about like I've been collecting for close to 30 years, you know what I mean? And it's just like, you accumulate so much shit. And all of a sudden, it's kind of like, okay, now we're actually going to do this. And now it's kind of, you're getting there, but it's a process.
2: Yeah.
0: Jerry well, E says in the chat, I thought Cubby Gummy is what the dude in the Rogers Center was getting. <laughs>
2: <laughs> she didn't look that old.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right.
5: and I'm a little Cubby Gummy. It's, uh, it's my drink of, <laughs> of choice anytime at Lucky Doors. And, you know, I don't mind the other Cubby Gummy either, I guess.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well it's looking great dude and congrats on getting that back from the uh from the uh framer and uh, what's the framer's name again i think you put it in the uh put up that picture again so people yeah his name's jason
5: ketchuk and his company's called Ketch 22 out of hoffman estates
2: that's C-E- c e wait k e c h 22 Yep. K-E-C-H-I-K, Jason Ketchik. So if you want to look that up, if you need something framed, because he really did do an awesome job with that. And like, anyway, congrats, man. I I know you've had a long day. I told you I wouldn't keep you too, too long. Um, Just wanted. So I I saw that post and I was like, I know that we had been following that. And like, we're all involved in that a year ago. So it's kind of nice to see that what happened next, which is this. Yeah.
5: Yeah, it's it's uh, you know you just walk in and it's just it's such a piece that just you know it sounds like uh, what Big Lebowski it ties the room together.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's hope nobody pisses on it.
2: (laughs) By the way, it's 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 a little it's it's a little crooked. You you've got to get. You gotta don't get even a, go uh, there.
5: Don't you know my wife, man? My, my, my wife is by the millimeter. She's got that thing 100. I,
2: I can tell. No, I can tell from here. It's just it's a little off. You just gotta. <laughs> you maybe just move it one more inch towards the ceiling. I think it would be a little bit better too.
5: Yeah, we got the monster level and everything here. No, this is this is done. You don't work with an IT specialist and get something crooked. It doesn't happen. <laughs>
2: Well, beautiful. It's it's awesome, dude. Well, enjoy it, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow when I come and uh, and see it in person and get drunk on Cubby Gummy. Cubby Gummy. Yeah. All right, for God' boys. All right, see you later, man. Dude, that's fucking awesome. Um, all right, so let's. I let think that's go-
0: the name of the show. Is Cubby Gummy?
2: Oh, definitely. <laughs> right, let me write that down. I we always say things like that, and I never write it down. And then I'm like, oh, I'll remember. No, I won't. Cubby Gummy. That actually might get some uh, clicks. So, uh, I, all right, we're going to play the Cardinals. And uh, But I thought real quick, let's just take a look at – there's a month left of the season. Let's just take a look at what's going to happen. Um, we got the Cardinals on the road. Then we got the Reds and the Giants at home. Neither one of those teams are in contention. Then we're going to play the Mets um, in New York. Yeah. 12 12- 13th and 14th of September. That should be interesting just to see how we stack up against that team. They've got a lot of cool stuff. You see that dude playing the trumpet, Timmy Trumpet or whatever, and Edwin Diaz coming out. Like so much fun. Like that dude. Team, that,
0: like- that
2: was awesome. I thought that was
0: great. But then I went on to find out more about Timmy Trumpet, and he's just a DJ that sometimes yeah. plays a trumpet.
2: Yeah. And I, I guess he doesn't even like baseball. <laughs> I, read that. I, I read that too. He's like not a fan. So, um, and then uh, we come back home. Now this is weird. There's another stupid way that the schedule works just to, I don't know. I don't know why I have to always remind people how terrible everything is, but I do. <laughs> they, they go, to, they go to New York. Then they have an off day. They come home and play the Rockies and then they go back East. Yeah. They come then they home go for to three Miami. days. And then they go to Miami. They were like, do you know how many flights there are from New York to Miami? Basically, all the flights from Miami are to New York. Like, it's like there's, oh, man. Like, everybody from New York lives in in Miami.
0: You could have gone Miami to New York and then to Pittsburgh and back home. And it would have been a a nice little loop.
2: No, can't do it. So they go to Because you got to play the Rockies. They go to Pittsburgh, then they come home and play Philly for t- for three. Um, at least there's a day game on a Thursday. Like I love a good getaway day game on a Thursday, especially towards the end of the, the season. Hopefully it won't be raining. Then we finish all six with the Reds. We got uh, the September 30th, October 1st and 2nd with the Reds, and then we go to Cincinnati and make up what was supposed to be the first series of the year against Cincinnati, but it was – It's going to be like – Postponed.
0: How they've been doing the minor leagues where the teams go and just play each other for a week. They play like seven games in a row or something.
2: I mean, maybe that's – i no, I just – I kind of just hate how it's all – I mean, they, that was an unscheduled Reds-Reds thing happening. Right but we've been doing that like we're doing it right now we just played the cardinals and now we're going to play the cardinals again next mm-hmm. year the schedule is even worse we're done with the cardinals by this point of the year way done we're done with them yeah. in july no yeah. more cardinals after july next year like what are we doing so um the weather down there is going to be hot it's going to be hot, hot hot um 89 well at night it'll be nicer 66 91 on saturday and then 89 It'll, on Sunday for the it's day. It's right
0: game. on the river though. It's going to be muggy, man.
2: Yeah, it's going to be it's going to feel like it's 112. Yeah. It's going to feel awful out there. So, um, in a, game 1, we've seen all these pitchers. We just saw these guys. We just saw them. uh that's game 3. Game 1 is uh Adrian Sampson who's 1 and 4 versus Jordan Montgomery who's 7 and oh, 3 God. 328. I know. I know, yeah. right?
0: Jordan- because, wait, was this the same matchup? It wasn't the same no, matchup, but no he went. but Samson was terrible, and Montgomery was brutal on us,
2: yeah, Montgomery pitched a Maddox, and morell yeah. got the only a Maddox one hitter and and morell got the only hit, like probably his only hit of the month was against <laughs>
0: I, know. <laughs> I know he was like the worst average, the least amount of hits, everything, he's the one guy that kept him from getting no
2: hit, yeah. Sampson if you remember the cards hit him real hard and he gave up 5 through 3 against them 3.1 against them last time th- against Milwaukee remember they took him out early cuz he wasn't vaccinated they wanted the extra pitcher yeah
0: oh my god so,
2: when he when he actually could out.
0: have maybe pitched a few more innings and possibly done better i don't know yeah it was yeah. This is a Well,
2: now up. his arm is rested and um and we yeah whatever that he's he's pitching. <laughs> whatever game, two, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm at the like whatever point of the not only the yep. show but the season. Game two, Drew Smiley, who was unfortunately uh, the recipient of Jordan Montgomery's Maddox that night, and took the loss when he gave, even up. even though eight. he pitched a great seven innings himself. Yeah, he gave up the basket shot to Pujols, who which would have only been a home run uh, in that in Wrigley Field's. While pool is on steroids, it, right. yeah, he was uh, he was great. Smiley was great. He gave up no runs on five hits against the Brewers last time, so he was great that time too. And I hope we can uh, exercise this nebulous mutual option on his contract because it'd be great to have him next year. Yeah, I could. Yeah,
0: I could. T- the way that he's finally come around, you could see wanting him. Unfortunately. He also knows that the fact that he's just come around is going to you know, raise his price on the free market. On the option. Yeah.
2: Maybe it's an option.
0: Well, but it's, no, it's a dual option. And right. it's the, so the money's already set. He can't negotiate the money. Uh, so if he goes on the open market, he'll. I think he might make more. And so it's almost impossible for them to get him to sign, I think.
2: I don't know. Maybe he just really likes being a Cub. <laughs> Adam <laughs> Wainwright is really likes being a Cardinal. He's going out there for the, the Cardinals, although he's getting paid a lot more than remember, Miley is. Remember when they honored
0: Pujols and Yachty and fucking didn't say a word to Wainwright? Well, that's because
2: Wainwright's still... Fucking pitching on his fucking face. <laughs> Wayne Wright is nine and nine, but whatever about records. Got a 309 earned run average. The guy's fifty five years old. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he, we got two runs off of on five hits off of him last time, but we've gotten a total of four runs in twenty innings pitched over three games against him this year. So, yeah. and the last time he went out there, he only gave up two runs against Atlanta, which is quite a good team. Uh, they're right there with the Mets, and um, six point two innings he went against Atlanta. Ian Happ though kind of owns him, uh, four home runs against him, so and batting three ten as well, slugging seven ninety three. Wilson, I don't know how his foot is, but if he's back, he's got a couple of dogs against Wayno uh, as well. So uh,
0: apparently, Terry E says in the chat that. Um, Adam Wainwright has a new country song out
2: Ooh. right now. Well, we'll have to. I did not know that. Well, we'll have to check that out as soon. We'll as have to this bring is it on over. the
0: next show and get thrown off of YouTube.
2: So, Game Three: Stroman, Michaelis, three and six with a three ninety eight for Stro. Michaelis... That looks like
0: that mustache. Just looks like a sort of a long turd in yeah. the toilet.
2: Looks like Mister Hanky. <laughs>
0: it does it does? has got is Mr. T- Hankey under his nose.
2: Michael is ten and ten with a three forty eight. It's Prairie Farms Ice Cream Day, so if you're going to this game, I think you can get free ice cream. So look that up. Um, it probably only
0: you probably only get like uh, a virtual like coupon so for that you an ice go cream
2: that you could have in in a virtual world. Or, yeah, as long like as that. they don't have to pay. So, uh, Strowman, I'm going to remind everybody how god-awful he is against the Cardinals. <laughs>
0: oh, God, I forgot about that. Yes. Yeah. why do you remind us?
2: I've, I put up the numbers so everybody watching can see it. But this this is a day game. It's going to be hot. Okay? Last time Strow went up there, I'm saying take the over. Last time Strow went up there, he gave up five runs on 11 hits through five. And he also gave up nine through four innings, and three through five point two as well, and those are the three games against the Cardinals. And he he pitched okay against the Blue Jays. We already talked about that a little bit. Um, Michaelis, we got five runs, but only three were earned through six point two last time. That was at, last week at Wrigley. Uh, Cincy knocked him around the last time he went out there. Knocked him out in the fifth anyway, and they got four runs. And uh, but look at Stroman's. Uh, the Cardinals' numbers against Stroh. It is terrible. <laughs> Great show, Oh, my God. It's You're awful. a glutton for punishment here. Yeah. I mean, Corey Dickerson has three dogs off of him. He's batting 432. He's got a 444 OBP and a 750 slugging. Goldschmidt's got three home runs off of him. Batting 467. Got an OPS of 1.689. Yeah. Tommy Edmond is, is even five for freaking twelve. Pujols is five for fourteen, batting 357. I mean, overall, the cardinal Lars Newbar is three for seven, even. Fucking overall. Lars overall 176 players. Hey, let's let's look at let's look at Paul DeJong,
0: though. Paul DeJong has one hit in nine at bats. Yeah,
2: Paul DeJong and Dylan Carlson are the only guys, really. And Tyler O'Neill can't really do yeah,
0: anything. Dylan Carlson has a 236 OPS in nine plate appearances.
2: Yeah, that's pretty bad. But listen, overall, this is awful. They can't wait till Sunday. The Cardinals, they they the, our only chance at winning any of these games is that the Cardinals look are looking past Friday and Saturday to get to Sunday because they're just salivating like a dog over a steak. Because it is. Here's what they're in 176 plate appearances, batting average 346, OBP 364, slugging 570 for an overall OPS of 933 as a team. Not good. I mean,
0: no. We do okay not.
2: against Michaelis, McKinstry and Will and Wilson have homers, but it's nothing like what the Cardinals do against them.
0: Right. And Unfortunately, the Cardinals are what six games ahead of Milwaukee right now, yeah. and
2: they're gonna win the division
0: fucking Cardinals man, yeah, I really and and then they're gonna get uh when they when they steal Wilson from us, they're not gonna have to give up the pick because they're gonna somehow be taking money from the other teams, something like that, yeah. That's part of the new, you know, collective bargaining to ease up on the, uh, you know, when you, yeah, when yeah, you the, offer the the qualifying offer. Qualifying God it. offer. Terrible with words. Uh, qualifying <laughs> offer. We are at hour,
2: We are moving into hour three at this point. Yeah. So and you but. get a
0: you get that you know the the pick that comes with it, but not every team will have to do that if they aren't making enough money. So the Cardinals are one of those teams that claim they're in a a small
2: market. Yeah, and they are. St. Louis is actually not a big market. It, it, they, they're actually right about that. Like That's why it would be nice if the Cubs acted like a small market team like the St. Louis Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At the very least, act like a small market team, Cubs. It would be really nice. Like they've got the, some of the best players in baseball. They they were even in on the Juan Soto thing, you know. So, a uh, couple of announcements real quick. Uh, Riverside Hop Stop is where the Bleacher Bum Band is playing next. That's a beer festival. I'm dropping the link in the chat. You can find it at RiversideHopStop.com, and uh, we'll be playing over there. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, we're also going to be this playing, weekend. No, the uh, September 24th. Sorry, September 24th. Anything. Yeah, And then uh, we're, I think we're going to be throwing a party. It's not confirmed yet, but October 1st at Nisei Lounge. We're, we're doing that uh, with the Bleacher Bum Band, and we're hoping to have karaoke. We're working out those details right now. And um, I wanted to also announce that uh, people that know about our Facebook group, the Mike Leonard Condolences jersey, which is just kind of uh, a Cubs fan group, where we do something nice for each other when, um, somebody dies and we raise money and just kind of do something in the, um, the memory of that person, something that's kind of like appropriate to, um, their life and honors their legacy, but also like brings us closer together as a cup fan family. So I put something up there, uh, Carl Craddock, uh, close friend of mine also a member of that group before and a son ranto ranter uh he has actually lost both his parents within the last year or two um we actually already gave him a jersey for when his dad died oh yeah so there will be no other jersey but we will be um in honor of both sharon and kurt craddock and i'm putting their picture up right there um we're gonna be giving uh oh man i'd had it right here oh yeah it's to the fierce animal rescue is what we're gonna uh give to i guess and uh if you want to give to it more that's great um the the giving is closed as far as the this jersey session goes but we raised close to 400 bucks and so we'll be giving some money to the fierce animal rescue and also the other death that we had is um a, a ranter and uh, uh and friend um josh Oberhide, and he lost his father hal Oberhide. there's a picture of Hal; he's pretty young it's only in his late 60s and um just way too young Born in, the, I think, 56 or something like that. And Josh um, said that we we are going to get Josh a jersey. It's going to say, like, uh, I don't know if I could fit all that he wanted on the jersey, so I got to go figure (laughs) that out. So it just might be like OBJ or something like that. I forget. He sent me an email. But in that email, he also sent me a uh, recording of his dad who had the – not, not well. This to get confusing, but Josh's dad Hal wrote a song for when Hal's dad, also named Hal, died. So okay. he wrote a song and he recorded it, and Josh shared it with me. And I'm gonna end the show with it today. Um, cool. At the end of it, and it's just it's Hal singing about his dad Hal. So, uh, but he does mention Hal Oberhide in the song so it's like he was almost like singing about himself so it's very touching i i kind of like welled up when i heard it and stuff and josh had also asked that if any and i really appreciate this but uh josh said that his dad being an artist and a singer and he loved theater and music he said he would be honored to have um his dad's memory be uh with a donation to trapdoor theater which is my theater and i did the conversation i had with josh earlier saying he was a musician and creative mind he didn't have any groups or charities he followed i know he'd be honored if trapdoor got any extras so that's really cool and i told uh josh that i've been installing a new sound system there i didn't get all the way to uh, raising enough money for that sound system. Cause it ended up costing like 850 bucks. And I only raised like 450. So I'm like, well, all right, we'll put it towards that. And it came with this big unit and I'm going to call the unit. Hal. <laughs> <laughs> I'll even put a little side on it or something like, like, I don't know how, but I'll put like duct tape, probably knowing me, but um, that anyway. was the
0: evil robot in 2001.
2: Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, Oh, it <laughs> works perfectly. You know, uh, um, to, a human added, human, ad, human added loudness for the sound system. <laughs> <laughs> I like is it. it. Is what I uh, kind of came up with. So anyway, it's just kind of like you know, it's one of the reasons I like doing the show and like being involved with you guys as people and what's going on in your life is really important to me. So um, anyhow, that I'm going to end the show with the Hal's song for his dad. It won't be a cup song, so stick tuned and have a have a tear or something. Think about somebody you love. But first, uh, hashtag Chance in the Chat, and also we got some <laughs> TFCs. Hashtag Chance in the Chat, and you could win the uh,
0: Danny the, uh, was real good poster. about bringing it down, bringing it into the somber. Now we're about to go into the, the nice song. Oh, but wait. Well, let's yeah, do the first, Chance and then we're going to do some TFCs.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're not done yet. So um yeah you might have to listen to this one in three parts like we're not recording again till Monday morning and I think Lyle might come on that show so just you have you can eat eat this podcast in bite-sized portions
0: through the weekend.
2: Yeah. So oh yeah sorry I guess I'll go first. <laughs> so i forgot where we were (laughs) tfc's all right check this out um so jeremiah estrada who you're talking about earlier who was unvaccinated and then got vaccinated after he almost died is thanking god said dear as we came up to the major leagues and he said dear heavenly father dot 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 we did it prayer sign pointing up sign Heart sign, blue heart sign, blue sign, and then everybody liked it. But then, you know, it's it's nice. Like I'm not gonna. He's, he's a religious guy. Fine, that's fine. Even though God almost killed you with the disease, fine, right? But sport <laughs> sports pig barbecue. <laughs> had to, yeah, great name. Yes, we had to get in on this, and he says, "Amen," and then hands up. To all glory goes the Father. And he had to share a meme. How to fix America with a flag. Put Jesus back in all the places you asked him to leave. Home, school, government, church, and your heart. Wow.
0: What church do you think he goes to that doesn't have Jesus in it? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that was the one that really jumped out to me. It's like, wait, your church doesn't have Jesus
2: in it? I'm guessing that he's thinking about the Catholics cuz you know how they are about catholics. <laughs> Those idolaters with yeah. their smoke and their robes and their witchcraft. That's what they think. God. But we won't people. we'll get that into that on hour 3.
0: Yeah. Okay. So it's my turn here. Um this comes from two people here sort of it it's Katie Dwierzinski.
2: Dr- Dr- yeah. I know Katie uh
0: got quote tweeted because Katie the other night put out people hate on Beth Moen's for no good reason meanwhile she's out here dropping gems and if you look at that tweet she had a recording of the game where Beth Moens said Jays fans have a lot of passion and a few of them have a little more than others (laughs) or something to that effect. And JD was like, Oh, you didn't (laughs) like she brought it up during the call for the second game. And, uh, Beth Moen's quote tweeted with hashtag Canadian Mounties. (laughs) (laughs) And I loved it. it It's so good. So good. Canadian Mounties. (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh, my. That is great. Um, all right. Uh, I only had that one, so. Yeah, that's all I had to. I think, anyway. Oh, no, I did have one more. This comes from Dominic. <laughs> this comes from Dominic. This is from the Brewers game. Uh, in, he uh, posted this up on the Sunranto Ranchers page. And uh, Dominic Galoro uh, had shared this from Baseballer. And this was up on the Brewers community board, up on their big board. And uh, somebody wrote, Mark, your friendship means the world to me. Let's not wreck it. Oh my God. And D loves D loves the Bruce and someone got friend zoned hard. <laughs> 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 friend zoned hard. Oh. It's
0: that's gotta be the worst ever.
2: Yeah. Oh, man, it's so good. I, I guess anybody can do it, so I've got to think of more things like that. Now, I haven't been up to uh, AmFam or uh, Wrigley <laughs> North this year, but uh, maybe I could just join this uh, Brewers Community Foundation and be a part of this. I don't know.
0: I'm surprised they let him put that up on the board.
2: Yeah, Like, well, really? That's, that's the Brewers. <laughs> nobody <laughs> saw on. it. Nobody can't. Yeah, nobody saw it. Nobody was there. <laughs> giving away tickets at gas stations for god's sakes
0: that woman was that woman was in uh you know in the nosebleeds fucking somebody <laughs>
2: yeah oh yeah as as you do as so you do uh, baseball uh, well, games top most brewers fans are born so um okay so now it's time for the hashtag chance in the chat if you have not already put it I suggest you put it now because now is the time that we're going to pick the winner. Hashtag so
0: many games and winnings.
2: I've got to find it now. (laughs) All right, here we go. (laughs) All right. Ooh, we got 15 in here tonight, but it's always more. So let's see what happens. All right. Ready? Oh, Ooh. and it's Robert Sanchez Jr., the winner of the Chance for a Chance. Congratulations! Congratulations! And also, you are also entered to win a much larger prize that will be given away next Christmas. forgetting. <laughs> I don't next know what next Christmas. I, I keep changing. I keep moving the goalpost. I don't know what to do yet. I come up with this <laughs> contest with no end game. I'm like, we're having a contest, and then I don't know what like what the prize is. It's just we're giving away stuff. You're gonna win yeah. stuff. You know, but congratulations, Robert. I will send you a chance postcard once I order them. <laughs> <laughs> Still haven't done that either. <laughs> so, um, all right, let's bring it down because this song is from Hal Oberhide and uh, but I think it would be a, it, it's 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 a nice tribute to the man to hear his voice, uh, and uh, it's not the it's a recording he made himself, uh, I guess, for posterity's sake, and um, it's very charming. He has a nice voice, plays a nice guitar, and uh, he wrote this for his dad, and this is for Josh's dad. And thanks for everybody that's a part of the Sunranto show, especially our Patreon supporters. There's 109 of you. We gave you a prize tonight. Join us uh, and uh, be a part of this Sunranto family. Otherwise, I'm going to stop doing the show and I'll be an angry, bitter, Fucking person and I will hate every single one of you till the day I die like Josh's dad.
0: Nobody believes you because you can't even stop this episode.
2: <laughs> I know, <I'm> like, <laughs> Please love me. <laughs> uh well
0: anybody want to he,
2: hear me read something?
0: <laughs> well here's here's the Alan Josh Spugog Spagog.
2: Spagog. <laughs>
5: It was a hard day. to our God, and
4: the light was even better than it.
1: The ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at
4: Acura.com. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide
5: detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall.